This is the Art of Darkness podcast with Kevin Kautzman and Brad Kelly. We're a couple of very online writers interested in the dark side of what drives creative people to create against all odds. This show is about art and the people who make it, what it costs them, and what it takes to bring something unique and impactful into the world. Each episode, we excavate the life and work of an artist you might think you know. Don't worry, they're all safely dead. On every episode, we try and find out just what the hell was wrong with them and how they worked through their darkness to create something that lives on after them and continues to move culture. Find us online at artofdarkpod.com and on Twitter at artofdarkpod. We are back. Another episode of your favorite obscure, eh, maybe not so obscure anymore, <laughs> obscure-ish arts, yeah. books, literature, history, dark podcast, Art of Darkness. I'm Kevin Kautzman, joined by the singular Brad Kelly, the dude. That's me, the dude. <laughs> El, El Duderino of the pod. How are right, you I'll doing, t- I'll Brad? Take that. I'll accept that. I'm, d- I'm doing really well, Kevin. How are you? Yeah, I'm abiding. Abiding. I am abiding. Yeah, that's good. We have a very uh, special episode. I believe this is the third of these uh, the, uh, these episodes that we've done. These are a an absolute indulgence. We've we've created this show. This this show is about the dark side of creativity, and sometimes we watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what are the two? What are the two movies that we've done so far? J- uh, Jaws Brent? and. Uh... 2001 uh, 2001 a space odyssey i mean yeah. it's all bangers we're doing we watch nothing right. but bangers That's nothing sure. but bangers and yeah. we've got some people in the in in our telegram chat who are kind of excited to watch along with us that's at t.me slash art of dark pod uh and today to watch you've probably already picked up on it mm-hmm. the big lebowski we're joined by the great peachy keenan peachy how are you i'm doing great thank you kevin all right. We, yeah, we're really glad to have you here. And for people who are just getting to know the show, maybe haven't done one of these uh, before, we're going to endeavor to make this episode listenable and fun, whether or not you're playing Lebowski for yourself yourself at the same time. Uh, it will be. You can just listen along. If you know the movie, you probably don't even need to watch it. You, you're just going to be able to follow along with the beats as we go. But a fun way to listen to these episodes is maybe... Mm, get a little uh get yourself a pack of bowl yeah <laughs> in this case, you know? yeah. yeah maybe, maybe you know go, go bowling yeah mm-hmm. yeah make yourself a, a, a Caucasian a white Russian and uh cue <laughs> uh, up the movie and then and and when we press play we're all all three of us gonna press play together and we're just gonna we're just gonna wrap uh over one of the greatest American movies ever made certainly uh, one of the greatest American comedies ever made the big Lebowski mm-hmm. and peachy and, I yeah. Yeah. I think we got some treats though. I think we got some oh. some cool stuff to bring to the table, don't we? Oh, for sure. Yeah, we're not okay, good, we're not good. just phoning this stuff okay, in. Good. No. Good, good. No, we take this seriously. Yeah, the the pod really ties the room together. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, and I and know Peachy. all the deep Lebowski lore. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. <laughs> that was that was just what I was gonna get at. So Peachy, you're a you're a Lebowski stan. You you like well, first let, can you introduce yourself? You're a writer, you have a, a book coming out. Uh, tell us a little bit about the world of, of Peachy Keenan. 
Oh, yeah, it's very exciting around here. Um, yeah, my name is Peachy Keenan. Um, I'm a pseudonymous author. Uh, I have a book coming out called Domestic Extremist, A Practical Guide to Winning the Culture War. You can pre-order it now on Amazon. Uh, you can also go to peachykeenanwrites.com, which is an author website. Learn a bit about me. Um, but you may know me from my Twitter account. Um, and I also am a contributing editor at the American Mind, which is a pretty based uh, publication of the Claremont Institute. And uh, when I'm not writing about politics or motherhood or anti-feminism, I am thinking about <laughs> pop culture. And when it comes to pop culture, this movie is basically, you know, the the urtext for Gen X Americans. And I am really glad to be able to share this moment with you guys. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. this is fun. Now, an interesting note. So Gen X, is this is this how is that generally how this movie is thought of? Is this a Gen X movie? You know, uh, let's see, this came out in 98. So it got has to be right. Yeah. So yeah, okay. uh, you know, I first saw it in the theater when I was a uh, very young woman. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just it just pressed all the buttons um, for me and for my friends. And I remember like the week it came out, I was meeting people and they would just start quoting it like right away. <laughs> and I would quote back to them. I mean, it was already a meme. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So. So, yeah, I mean, it. It, the dogma lives loudly in us. The Lebowski yeah. dogma, for sure, for sure. Excellent. I'm I'm still supreme LA movie. There, yes, no, exactly. It's mm, right up and, there with all mm, of them. Yeah, mm -hmm. Chinatown, and right. Uh, okay. Well, I say we we get into it. Let's do it. Yeah. And of course, uh, but before we do, just briefly, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Art of Dark Pod. If you like what we're doing on the on the pod, our core episodes, these deep dives, these occasionally <laughs> six hour long episodes <laughs> on uh, on the likes of Alistair Crowley, great guests like Peachy, Geo, who, who came on to, to do Anias Nin, Anais Nin. Thanks, Brad, mm -hmm. for the correction there. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you like what we're doing, please support the pod. We have a goal for 2023. Half a Crowley. We're going for minimum 333 patrons. Every episode we do gets an extra 20 or 30 minutes uh, after dark. We got a book club coming. We've talked about this a lot. Yeah. Get yourself over to Patreon. Please support the pod. We put in the work. All right. And uh, today on the on the after dark, we're we're going to come back uh, with Peachy and have kind of a loose conversation about about the movie and and our impressions of it. But w that'll all happen through the course of it. But we're gonna we're gonna get ready to to watch it. Y'all ready? You queued up? We're gonna put it to quite literally the first frame of the film. Polygram Filmed Entertainment presents. See them tumbling down, and we're gonna press play uh, shortly. Y'all ready? Yes. Ready. All right. All right. Three, two. One, let's go. <laughs> so the first thing I think about just watching this, like, and I have it very quietly in my headphones. The Lebo uh, the uh, the uh, the Lebowskis, the Coens, they they kind of the soundtrack. Like, oh, it's incredible! Incredible. Yeah, just just incredible. Yeah, I mean, they always do. I mean, I guess they vary in quality, but between this and Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I think that's like two of the best film, not scores, but soundtracks that, you know, I don't know, to me anyway. Well, and and, this song hmm. really sets up the Western versus Eastern sort of meta theme. Uh, one of the meta themes, one of the many meta themes of the movie. You're immediately in a cowboy kind of mm -hmm. mentality here. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, right. I mean, I. Well, PG, did you you went to see this in the in the cinema? Of course, you did, right? You you I went did. to see this. Okay, and uh, whereabouts do you care to share? <laughs> right. So I yeah, uh, Los Angeles. I was ah. born born and raised here. I was born actually in the um, in Hollywood in what is now the Giant Scientology Center. Ah. Um, but in the old days, it was a hospital, and I was one of the last babies born there. Okay, this wow. is actually Benito's is on Vermont and Sunset, famous taco uh, burrito place. This is Santa Monica Boulevard in Hollywood. So this would be right by oh. Sobchak Security. <laughs> and now this beach, mm. this shot of the beach is my childhood in a nutshell. This is Santa Monica Beach. Mm. We're looking out at Malibu. This is this was my beach. So this is like my hometown. Wow. I was wow. my first Santa wow. Monica was my first you know, my home with my parents. Um, so this, yeah, this movie goes real deep. Well, Peachy, that's so funny because Fargo is my home, my hometown. I mean, I'm from so funny, the, the Dakotas. Right? Uh, and most of that movie happens, of course, in the Twin Cities and in Minnesota. But that this is my, so it's very interesting. There are two of that's these early great. movies. Yeah, it's so funny. Such a strange mm-hmm. thing. And here comes the dude. <laughs> yeah, this would be the Ralphs on Lincoln in Venice when it was real grimy. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I've spent time out in Santa Monica in Venice. I, I truly <laughs> cannot imagine growing up there. I can't. There's it does not <laughs> does not compute. <laughs> it was a very innocent time, Halcyon days. Now it's different. Oh mm-hmm. man, I can't tell I, I I've seen this movie many, many times. And it's been a couple of years probably since I watched it. And it I just it's so cozy, isn't it? It's like <laughs> yeah. I, and I think that's yeah. just from being familiar mm-hmm. with it, but it's like Oh, I feel so comfortable watching. This is like the most comfortable I've felt in days. Just because he's so cozy, he's so comfortable. He's in his robe and his slippers. He doesn't care. He's writing a check for sixty-seven. Notice, notice the date: nine eleven, ninety-one. Exactly ten years before. And there's George H. W. Bush. Yes. Get your tinfoil hats on. Oh boy. Yeah. Time with our about the time of our conflict with Saddam and the Iraqis. <laughs> yes. So this yes. if you can see on his check, he actually this is like deep trivia, but he this Venezia uh street in Venice, which is a real street, a real address. Oh. It was real grimy. Okay, yeah. here we go. Inciting incident time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the milk splashes out too, doesn't it? He yeah, loses, yeah. He loses his milk. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What a drag. Yeah. Yeah, they this goes yeah. really hard. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you're, you're not a golfer. <laughs> I mean, you're immediately. I mean, we're immediately like we've hit the Western theme already. And we're immediately in like a noir theme, right? right. Mm-hmm. Sort of hitting all of the the genre uh, notes <laughs> as we come as we go here. Down there somewhere. He doesn't even have any toilet paper. It's <laughs> it, it, just those little notes. The set dressing, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ever thus yeah, to what dead a- beasts. <laughs> Another one of the first repeated lines that comes up. They love to repeat these iconic lines throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you see what happens. Walter says that later. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, is it true that uh, Walter Sobchak is based on John Milius? Yeah, as of course. A- oh, Absolutely. really? Absolutely. Yep. He dresses oh, like yeah. that. If you've ever seen him, he looked like that. And this time he was Vietnam. Oh, you know, everything was related to Vietnam. <laughs> Right, right. Oh man, <laughs> he's not wrong. So funny. And the dude is based on Jeff Dowd, who is a friend of the Coens, and his right. nickname was the dude. Yeah, dude, he was yeah. kind of like a kind of like a big slob. Yeah, 
It's so funny because I don't think about the Whoa. dude as a as a slob per se. Right. Of course he is. And, and maybe that's, that's a, from maybe in 90, were... maybe in 91, he, that was considered a slob. Right. I mean, yeah. it is Jeff Bridges <laughs> who was like, who's a, who's doing a great slob, but he is still, you know, he's still Jeff Bridges, a great sex symbol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now these, those two guys are outfits. You'll see later they switch outfits, which is just a funny random really? thing. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I had noticed mm-hmm. that. And, and then the other... this, mm, yeah, go, ahead. go on. No, not at all. I was just going to say, one of the things that's funny about this movie, made in 98, but set in 91. What a weird thing to do. Yeah, set it seven years before. Seven years before. Yeah, it it does beg the question, well, why would you even do that, right? (laughs) For the the, the, the Iraq War parallels or something. Yeah, it's very interesting. I mean, yeah. I Can love have, this. This opening credits is like pure uh, Americana. This is so like, brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's it's beautiful. It really this is, is. This is this is America right here. Mm-hmm. Yep. I spent so much time bowling as a as a youth. Yep. I was on a league, yeah. all of it. I was raised by you know the Depression era uh, generation, and that was their thing. They loved it. Uh, I'm, I'm getting a few comments in the chat. Ben Ben Thomas is saying, uh, no cap, my go-to outfit since COVID began has been Hawaiian <laughs> shorts, a band t-shirt, and a robe. Yeah, it yeah. sounds right. <laughs> so good. Yeah, And this movie came out, bowling was sort of like a trend. I remember doing a lot of bowling with my friends, sort of like swingers made that yeah. kind of thing popular. This was sort of the same era I can see that. Well, I, I remember, I remember I, doing I, a lot of bowling. I told you I nearly got arrested in that uh, bowling alley in Mar Vista one time. <laughs> oh, no. What did thanks you to, I, It wasn't my fault. Did, I just, you, I did got... you pull a piece out on the lane? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But I was. I, I got uh, tangled up with a, a guy called Captain White Claw who was living on a okay. sail, uh, sailboat uh, out in the marina there. And uh, there may guy's have got some, nothing to some, lose, Kevin. You got to watch out lose. for yeah, like that. Yeah, he put, he put a guy on the next lane uh, to us in a headlock. <laughs> My goodness, Captain Whitecloth. Yeah, Captain. I walked away. I I I made it. Uh, I I made it away that night. But yeah, that's hilarious. Pretty funny. Now, Donnie throws strikes like every time except once. Yeah. Right? Isn't that right. the lore? Right. Yeah. The, t- the t- one time he doesn't, something bad happens to him. Mm-hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and we actually never mm-hmm. see Jeff, the dude, roll. I don't think. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Interesting mm. little little bits of mystique guarantee that's uh on purpose none oh, yeah. of that can be accidental oh, yeah this is and these this this lane it's just it's so iconic that you know they're keeping their own are they keeping their own scores it's just this mm-hmm. classic look it There's, would just be and this this is eternally cool mm-hmm. th- this you could there, i would i would go and spend the night at a bowling alley like this right now there's a bowling alley in my where i'm my part of the world detroit area the bolero that in the yep. last couple of years has revised their interior to be like an exaggerated version of this same oh, kind of color so scheme and stuff. And, you know, a few years ago, it looked like, you know, they weren't trying at all. <laughs> and I think something sort of clicked and they were like, you know what, this place actually is cool if we just lean into it a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This movie has a lot of these examples of like classic uh, mid-century L.A. architecture, this bowling alley. Um, the Googie coffee shop they go to later. But this alley, Hollywood Bowl, got torn down very controversially 
2003, oh, really? yeah, to build a oh, school. Oh, man. Come on. Public, a school. A, shit, a shitty public uh, school. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, we got to dismantle the, uh, <laughs> uh, the Department of Education. Come yeah. on. More bowling alleys. Yeah, yeah, right. That's so funny. Uh, the just, the bowling the bowling alley in town town here is uh, Bryant Lake Bowl in Minneapolis is is this type of a vibe much smaller but very you know consciously uh, hipster uh, yeah. Peachy you were saying oh I just love Goodman in this scene just his like yeah. outrage at the injustice mm-hmm. drawing a line in the sand you know that kind of what Bush was saying at the time about the Iraq war. It's just so funny. Yeah. He's immediately like at war with the rug kissers. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you should, in a way you should be, shouldn't you? I mean, if somebody comes into your side, of course, here we go. Rest in peace. The great uh, oh, Philip Seymour so Hoffman. Yeah. Gone Another, too soon. This scene is just one of the funniest of the movie. So uh, and the jokes in this. The the high contrast jump from the bowling alley to the key. That's the key to, to Pasadena or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> key of the city. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and of course, this film operates on a real, uh, ironically humorous Freudian psychosexual level, right? Oh, so you yeah. Get this big phallic key. And later <laughs> later you have Maud who comes in, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. The first lady yeah. of the nation, not of California. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, does it? Does it? Lebowski say? Uh, is he looking to adopt or something yeah. like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's cool uh, racially, then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is and this is also one of the moments where he says, "Oh, so he's a cripple," and then Brand says, "No, he's disabled." A lot of the like, po- early political correctness was coming oh, in here yeah. about Good point. you know saying someone is a Chinaman. Aha! Uh-huh. Right. Right. Asian American, please. Yeah. yeah. yeah These are Mr. Lebowski's children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Her> mothers. <laughs> racially, racially is pretty cool. I love that. Yeah. 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 Urban achievers. Yes. Yeah. Little Lebowski urban achievers. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. And it just, and the, the humor again for, of the, like the scene design and just, the, there's not an inch on this wall that yeah. hasn't been thought about and uh, consumed by the, these plaques and these pictures. It's really funny. Right. right. He's obviously he... a Republican, loves, <laughs> loves Reagan. This is actually all set at the Greystone Mansion in uh, Beverly Hills, which is just like a, a lot of movies that get set there, this big man, fancy. Yeah. Are you a Lebowski achiever? Yeah. I like a lot of tie stick. Yeah, <laughs> I like that they put this is you feel like anybody that comes to meet the the rich Lebowski has to like go through this that little gauntlet of right. his achievements and photos and things. Yeah, right. A hundred percent. Yeah, you don't just get to meet the man you have. to yeah. know. And of course, it's just gauche. And, right. ta- and most of it's no just BS. Yeah, right, right. But I mean, even the design here, I mean, it's just it's. I mean, he even has this this funky bell on his desk. What's right. that for? <laughs> uh, right. And he's like collecting stamps with the micro magnifying glass looking at his stamps. Oh, uh, yeah. Right, right, right. Or he's Just rolling a... joints. So who knows? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Harlow who's standing glaze. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's, su- he's such a boomer. Just a boomer's yeah. boomer. Uh, incredible. Yeah. What a great actor, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know who that guy is. What else has he been in? He's, he I think incredible. he's in Hudsucker. Isn't he in Hudsucker? Yeah, that. they use him. Yeah, yeah. David Huddleston. Uh, okay. Before, he looks like a some, David Huddleston. 
This is some uh, trivia. Before filming a scene, Jeff Bridges would frequently ask the Coen brothers, did the dude burn one on the way over? (laughs) If they they said he had, he would rub his knuckles in his eyes before doing a take to make his eyes appear bloodshot. Yeah. Uh, I have some more trivia about PSH. He had appeared in five films with Julianne Moore. Boogie Nights, The Big Lebowski, Magnolia, The Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 1, Mockingjay Part 2. Veach then went on to appear in separate films in the Hannibal Lecter series. Moore played Clarice Starling in Hannibal, and Hoffman played Freddie Lowndes in Red Dragon. Interesting. Yeah, so this was was early PSH, though, right? I mean, he hadn't been in a ton before this. Pretty early. He had already been in Boogie Boogie Nights, but... Oh, oh Boogie is this after uh, Boogie Nights? After Boogie Nights, just after. Uh, but he uh, obviously gone too soon. I think he he did probably the greatest biopic of all time in Capote. Certainly the greatest performance in in a biopic. Yeah, uh, fantastic. I watch, just so incredible. Good. Yeah, some Chinaman took them from me in Korea. Right. <laughs> Dude, Asian American, please. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So after all of that, that virtue signaling, he's still uh, right. and the dude <laughs> using all care. the wrong words. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, fuck it. Oh, fuck it. Okay. Well, that's your answer to everything. Yeah. Tattoo it on your forehead. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought a great costume would be at Halloween. Just wear the dude's outfit and just write fuck it on your forehead. On your forehead. <laughs> that's all you have to do. <laughs> I love it. A lot of people would pick up on that. That's yeah. True. The yeah. bums will always lose. And then he walks out. Oh, then he walks yeah. out with the rug. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the range that Hoffman had during it, I mean, it was just incredible. And here comes Bunny. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, and this is one of my favorite lines in all of cinema. Uh, he's a nihilist. That must be exhausting. <laughs> I. It's perfect. There's never, there's no better writing in terms of just one little moment. It's so funny. I like the way that the dude here is sort of like flirting with her. He's kind of like, yeah. hey there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we discover the dude as a sexual animal here, yeah, which is like, important. Oh. That, that yeah. is one of the things in the movie. He gets, he gets cast into this Raymond Chandler-esque kind of, right. uh, or you know, this noirish. Yeah, there he is. He's, yeah. he's got an empty bottle Ladies. of Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uli, uh, yeah. Uli, he's a nihilist. Oh, that must be exhausting. <laughs> you can't keep him down on the farm once they've seen Carl Hungus. That's right. <laughs> yep, that's right. And he, and he, I hear Brant is revealed as a, uh, you know, not quite who you think he is. Right, right, right. Ooh, mm-hmm. that nervous laugh right there. That oh, that's so good. <laughs> like how many, how many times has he paid money to watch her do? Right, oh. right. probably quite a few. <laughs> And she's got those big, full lips, those artificially, like, uh, mm-hmm. it's just sort of horrific. I'm just going to go find a cash machine. Oh, goodness. Yeah. The green toenail polish. Right. Which comes back, of course. Yeah, but he's. It, this is sort of like a sexual odyssey for the dude in a funny way. A little way. bit. A little right. bit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Claire if in the will, chat. Dude. Yeah, if you, yeah. <laughs> State of Israel. <laughs> uh, Cl- Claire H in, in our chat said, that's marvelous. Uh, <laughs> every line, so every oh, line yeah. is a great quote. I've quoted every line in some situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. it's a po- like I'll see a dog. I think it's a Pomeranian. You know, just... <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't buy it. Sh- I didn't rent it. Shoes. 
And then also the religion. Here's where like the religion comes up. This great exploration of all American religions where where the where uh, Walter is a converted Jew mm-hmm. because of his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, practices Shomer Shabbos. Right. Yeah, he like takes it, he perfect. takes it seriously, right? Yeah. I've got some more trivia. According to the plaque on the dog carrier, the Pomeranian's name is Thurston. Oh. <laughs> now Interesting. We know. Very Interesting. good. Right. You got Smokey. This is not Nam. This is bowling. There are rules. <laughs> there are rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Walter is a man with a you know strict code, code mm-hmm. of honor. Masculine code of honor. Mm. Almost like a samurai. uh, I was going to say, he's kind of an American, yeah, an American Ronin. American Ronin, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's going to make justice. Oh, my God. Here we go. And that's not good. (laughs) uh, That's not good trigger control. He puts his finger right on the trigger (laughs) immediately. Smokey's lucky he didn't get into an Alec Baldwin moment here. Yes. Yeah, we all are. (laughs) (laughs) I, I mean, Goodman in this, just forget about it. He is so good, good, man. You kind of, you know, you grow up watching him on Roseanne or whatever, and then you don't realize, like, right, how talented an actor he he looks like a character actor, but he's way bigger than that. General trivia: the gun that Walter pulls in the bowling alley is a Colt model nineteen eleven. Oh, there's another nine eleven. Oh, forty five caliber semi automatic handgun, standard U.S. military sidearm during the Vietnam War. Right, Mm -hmm. exactly. That's his original. Mm-hmm. That's the not. level of that's the that's the level of detail uh, put in here. Really, you know, dude. Injector. Yeah, I dabbled in pacifism. At, at <laughs> not not of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, that you uh, would do that, no. No, no. <laughs> yeah, incredible. Also, a car movie. Uh, bit, every yeah. LA movie kind of has yeah. to be right, but a lot Great of stuff, movie. yeah, is going on in and around cars. Yeah, like limo limos and jalopies. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's also, I mean, that's also a feat. That's also a standard of noir for the most part, mm-hmm. too. It's a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. ha- a lot of stuff's happening in cars. I love how the cops show up and they don't even go anywhere. They just sit there and continue their conversation. <laughs> this was like, this they, was forgot. My, they forgot. This was like my night yeah. with Captain White Claw. Very similar <laughs> evening. <laughs> oh goodness. Maybe I, you know what I'll do is on the after dark, I'll tell the full story of of Captain White Claw. Or, oh, right. or oh, whatever I can tell. Yeah, that'll yeah. be an after dark tease for Patreon. Patreon.com slash art of dark pot. Yeah. When yeah. they call they call Saddam a camel fucker. Yeah. <laughs> it's too good. I don't think the Cohens would do that these days. No, probably. Ooh, yeah, not. yeah. Free the, the whole, Yeah, the whole calmer than you are thing is pretty great too. Because oh, it's true. Because at the moment, dude is sort of that's the thing is like dude is being very undoed actually throughout the whole movie. Right. Yeah, he's in, in, yeah, in a way. He's, Always yeah. undude. Yeah. My my husband likes to do that calmer than you are to me. Yep. Anytime I'm getting like mad, like <laughs> calmer than you are. Yeah, that I'm sure that just brings the temperature down on the entire entire conflict. And then yeah. of course there's Nixon on the wall, which is yep. maybe the last thing you would expect from, from That's the bowling the bowling alley that was in the White House. Yeah. Oh, it's gotta be oh. ironic though. I mean, do you think the sure. dude has it up ironically? Well, I think yeah, he course. has it up. Yeah, he's, but he's sort of meditating on the enemy, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like he's mm. a classic boomer. They love to make fun of Nixon. It's just yeah. it's just hilarious to see that, I think. Yeah. It really is funny. Yeah. Oh, here comes. Uh, yep. Yeah. For my already the 10th. Yeah. <laughs> Another great right, one. Right. Yeah. Yep. yeah. 
I really, I really support this guy in his in his independent dance. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what is it? Is his cycle? His cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Rain Jackson's Fountain Street Theater. I mean, if you like <laughs> hang out in Hollywood or North Hollywood, there are all these millions of little tiny theaters that all have names like that, and they're all on Fountain. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here. The check that the dude writes in the beginning of the movie for only 69 cents is post-dated. He clearly <laughs> writes the date as 9-11-91. And when he speaks to his landlord later in the movie, the landlord reminds him that tomorrow is the 10th. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> He's post-dated Holy checks crap. For, for 69 <laughs> cents. Yeah. And, and this is the Amazon X-ray trivia that I've got going yeah, on. That's kind of fun. This is a great movie for that. A lot of movies sure. is like, okay, I don't really care this one now, though that's speaking, fun speaking of the eastern versus western what's he doing here tai chi yeah he's doing right? like a yeah. kind of a yeah yeah very good and here psh is now now we're in macbeth we're right. in uh he's in seclusion uh, in the west yes yeah, a very yeah. serious shakespearean the light has totally right. changed and what what makes a man a man <laughs> or something like that this this music is some mozart requiem or something i i, I was at a funeral this summer and they played this unironically and my husband and i looked at each other and we were like trying not to like <laughs> you know elbow each other because we're like they use the big lebowski music at the funeral right. oh my god that's hilarious incredible yeah. Ben in the chat saying white russian <laughs> is an underrated drink my go-to it's, at the alamo it's pretty good Yep. Good. Yep. Might Bringing it back. I love that one thing I kind of love about this movie too is like from the dude, maybe this doesn't make sense, but from the dude's perspective, it, from his perspective, it almost doesn't have a plot. It's right. like the rest of the world is happening, but kind of not to him, at least through the first yeah. like half of it or something. Well, yeah. until until the moment the moment that the dude buys into the seriousness of it is when they threaten to cut off his Johnson. Yes. Yes. No, that's a good point. That is when it becomes real for him. Yeah. Cause right, right, right. now he's going to smoke a joint. He's got this guy, like none of it, none of this, none of this matters to him. Right. His, his masculinity journey is actually physically threatened yeah. throughout the whole movie. And here he's right. like, what make, what makes a man paratesticals? Right. Paratesticals. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're uh, in the uh, art of darkness telegram. They're, they're uh, sharing recipes for white Russians now. Oh, nice. <laughs> My husband occasionally has one, but I, I can't have milk in an alcohol yeah. drink. I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I try to avoid. Oh, I love you how know? serious. I love how serious Brant is. You see, there's that moment where he, as soon as he hands a letter over if, and he's like standing in this very awkward, right. like. <laughs> and then he comes out of it right away. Yeah. In a second. So good. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah, it's it's great too because the language that they use in their ransom note and the way that it looks, it feels like the nihilists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just gotta know that. Yeah, you already sort of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like they put a they have a zine they put out and it reads much like that. Probably. Right, right, yeah. right. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's a bummer, man. <laughs> that's a real bummer. <laughs> uh, trivia: Charlize Theron was considered for the role of Bunny Lebowski. Oh, okay. That that would have been interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Totally different vibe. It, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. PSH. You have to act as the courier. So now you're in it. Right. Now right, you're in right. the, we're really into act two now. Yeah. This is where yeah. it begins uh, in this movie. He <laughs> believes the culprits might be the very people who uh, soiled your rug. Right. Right. 
he thinks carpet pissers did this <laughs> this that's one of the most um i've been watching a lot of seinfeld lately that's one of the most seinfeldian lines in the whole movie hey. you think carpet pissers did this like it's referring to this class of things that everybody already knows about you know? right yeah all right here we go Another here comes epic. uh jesus oh man Jonathan, the, the pinky ring and the rings <laughs> yeah, or the pinky, the are, are those is like nail? are those are those the bowling championship rings uh, they may be they may be look at this see if the, i mean this whole thing honestly is this oscar unreal. Movie. just this three minutes yep. it's so it's one of the greatest entrances in in cinema oh yeah the music everything, everything. about it everything about it yep yeah jesus <laughs> and then the pur- the purple suit all of it the purple mm-hmm. shoes the purple ball Liam and me. And I think Liam is probably his like parole officer, right? He looks probably. like a cop. <laughs> probably. Oh, that's that a great be. point. Right? Yeah. 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 Oh, does. It's so good. Uh, and then this yep. song, I had never heard this version before this movie. I don't know. No. Spanish Hotel California, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Oh boy. <laughs> so it looks like they're substituting iced coffee for Kahlua. So we're making a new uh we're we're, we're making oh. a new drink in here. Iced coffee. <laughs> that would be good though, I think. That sounds good. Call it, yeah. call it uh an AOD Russian. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and then, but this has a this has a Western vibe too, where it's like now we're 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 getting ready for the showdown. The shootout. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 He's That's a pederast. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> he's a he's a pervert, dude. Yeah. Oh, with a with a record. With this, a record. This is yeah. one of my the, my favorite scenes. This is the quick shot of him right here. Oh this yeah, just, where he's got to introduce himself to this like beer drinking good old boy neighbor. Just this one second shot is just yeah. tells you. Yeah. That's this guy. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. He's a loser. He's a loser in life, but on the on the lanes, mm-hmm. he's he is uh, a that king, creep a can roll. Yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah, like yeah. kind of yeah. like all these guys. They mm, have blown true. it in all such huge ways in their personal lives. Divorce, you know, mm-hmm. unemployed. But yet here, yeah. I mean, this is why they got to win the round robin, right? This is the, you know the it's the very important the hierarchy. The only hierarchy they have left that they can mm. compete in. Prove their manhood. Yep. Mm. yep. Yeah. Interesting. The uh, there's Donnie in the back trying to yeah. <laughs> trying to hang with it. And uh... Uh, here's here's a great moment where where Walter's rage at his ex wife comes out directed just at Bunny. It's really funny to hear mm. him. I have another little piece of trivia. I am the walrus. I have another piece of trivia here. When uh, Jesus has to go door to door sharing that he is a convicted sex offender, he has a large bulge in his tight pants. The bulge oh, yeah. was formed by a bag of bird seed. Oh, man. Oof. Yeah, they're, they're rolling their balls like that. Oh, God, it's so funny. You got to keep your balls polished and dry. Yeah. <laughs> You're, yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I, I bowl. Here we go. Uh, Oh, we've got. Well, a there isn't code. a literal. Well, there li- isn't a literal connection, yeah. dude, to Vietnam in this this situation with Bunny. <laughs> Have either of you heard the rumor that uh, Buscemi auditioned for the part of of George Costanza? 
I have no. heard that rumor, yeah. Well, yeah. Here, here you go. Yeah, despite internet rumors, Buscemi never auditioned for the part of George Costanza on the mm-hmm. long, long-running TV show Seinfeld. He admitted on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, he had no idea how the rumor started nor how to get it removed since he didn't understand how the internet works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, just it, call, you just go down the internet office and knock Call the internet doors. store. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> John Turturro is also a powerhouse actor. Like all everybody in this is like top top shelf actor in my opinion. Oh yeah, there's not a dud in the movie. There's not no. a like an off note in no. the entire film. If yeah. you if you buy yeah. Yeah. You if have you these buy, like A-list yeah, actors yeah. in this sort of a very odd strange tale. It's just that's hilarious in and of itself. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah, have to dude, imagine this was fun to make too, if you're Jeff, you know, if you're Jeff Bridges or whatever. Yeah, there's there will right, never the, be another movie like this. Yeah, no. go, go on. Uh, PG. That the guy on the left who's punched the dude is Carlos Leon, Madonna's former boyfriend. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lord is Leon's father. He's also he come. You'll see him later when she does her artwork. Okay. He's uh in the trivia. It says he's uh, mod thug number one. <laughs> yep. There you go. Here you sure. here we have an Arabian Nights reference yeah. with the uh, mm-hmm. flying carpet. Yeah. This He's is one of my favorite Dylan songs, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Such an interesting. And then he's he's got the bowling ball, and it, you have these like this this these funky dream sequences for the for the dude. It. I love it. Yeah. Very stylized. Mm-hmm. Use it, and there he is. He's gonna, he get, he's gonna get pulled into a bowling ball. The little yeah. Lebowski. There he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and this shot inside the bowling ball, like I, I wonder how they pulled that off. I mean, obviously, yeah. They they put a camera in. I read about mm. this. Yeah, in, in the in bowling the, ball. Yeah. Wow. Here you go. In the dude's first dream sequence, the person who throws the giant bowling ball, seen out of focus and upside down as the ball rolls down the lane, is Maud. Right. <laughs> mm. Makes sense. Mm. She's about to take him on a ride. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it, it, they're working with these these archetypes and these really deep-seated uh mythological themes but in a in a sly mm. way. Yeah. And then yeah, the rug's gone. There's <laughs> a little bit of guts <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> dad bod. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 This is the definitive dad bod, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Dude yeah. bod is dad bod. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Drive north on the 405. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. What happened to your job? Oh, nothing, man. Oh, nothing, man. Sure. Here's the money. The ringer. So, the the ringer. cell phone. And the phone. Mm-hmm. Whatever instructions they give, follow them. Her life is in your hands. He's it's still not real for him, man. Don't, no, say, right. that. don't say that. It's yeah. this is about the reluctant hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow he's mm-hmm. all the way through the end. It's it's like, <clears throat> yeah. Now it's like, oh wait, I thought in my head I was just getting twenty grand. Well, and how funny is it that he's besties with Sobchak? They're total <laughs> right. opposites. Right? They're fire and ice. Yeah, yeah. but Perfect. it is kind of like. I mean, they're they're two kind of losers, right? So it's like they're kind of banded together in a way, right? Men without wives. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, don't don't uh, subtweet us on this spot. <laughs> <laughs> the whites. Yeah. Yeah. The whites. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Apichi, you're on the bird website under, are you under, what's your handle? At Keenan Peachy. That's with an A, Keenan Peachy. K-E-E-N-A-N-P-E-A-C-H-Y. Great follow. Follow Peachy. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I love how Subcheck automatically has like a pl- an entire plan. Like, there's you know, he's one of these guys who's just been like, he's just waiting for this kind of thing to happen at all times. He's back, right? back in Nam, exactly gonna do an, an ambush, yeah. and yeah. he's gonna they're gonna keep the money and throw a ringer for the ringer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the bag man. Yeah. Us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he gets mad at Walter because he said yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me and the driver. I'm not handling the money, driving the car, talking on the phone all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And these accents are so funny. They're so quotable and like yeah. goofy and hilarious. Yeah. You want yeah. some money, Lebowski? <laughs> Give us some money. Yeah. Hilarious. Her life was in our hands. Take it easy, man. (laughs) He's being very undude right now. Exactly. Yeah, this (laughs) whole thing is about him being not being the dude, really. Mm, mm. But the funny thing is that these two guys have figured it out. She did sort of kidnap herself or she She, went on. She's out of town. It's all fake. Yeah, it is all fake. Yeah, they were they were sort of directionally correct, I guess. I'm doing business here. Now he's a businessman. Right. He's got his briefcase, his fo- cell phone. He's doing his business. He's what a busy business guy. guy business. Right. Yeah. He's got right. a job. He finally got a job. Well, right. it, cra- it cracks me up too later when he refers to uh, refers to the briefcases in c- containing his business papers. Yeah, my papers. You know, his, his papers, you know, business papers. Yeah. Uh, another quote we use a lot around here. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> oh, man. Wouldn't hold out for the tape deck or the credence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. Another like uh, epic scene in a car here happening and uh, all of this excitement. And you already know it's going to go pear shaped. Oh, of course. Of course. I love yeah. that Walter wears the shooting glasses, the yellow glasses. Mm-hmm. It's, right. It looks pretty dramatic, actually, when they're driving in the car here. Like this. Speaking of imminently quotable films, uh, Peachy, are you familiar with with the British film with Nolan and I, do you know this one? Oh, you know, I've heard of it. I don't think I've seen yeah. it. That's that's like over in the UK. If you can quote with Nolan and I, the way that like Americans quote Lebowski, or I guess everybody quotes Lebowski, you'll people will go, Whoa, wow, how do yeah. you know about that movie? Oh, that's it's so worth, funny. Okay. It's yeah. worth finding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of a similar vibe, but different. But yeah, worth watching. <laughs> George Harrison uh, produced uh, with Nolan and I. Right. Yeah, I've heard about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I am often explain it to him. Your plan is so simple. All right. So there are some connections here. So this is references high and low. Ransom money is thrown from a moving train at the end of a bridge. Hence, the plans of the money throwers are spoiled. Also, this film is one of the favorites of Joel Cohen and was Joel's choice for the Ballerina Ballroom Cinema of Dreams Festival. So mm. this is this is pulling from a film called High and Low, which is oh, a, cool. a sixty-three mm. film. Because of course you know the Coens are just steeped in so oh, yeah. yeah, no question. Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, 
I love when the machine gun goes off here. Yeah. Oh my god. You didn't think I was rolling out of here naked, did you? Oh Oh, my god. (laughs) It just goes as wrong as it can go. Yeah, yeah. The the deuce car, the first beating the deuce car takes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Here's a Uh, here they come on their motorcycles. Apparently, there's a continuity goof here. When Walter jumps out of the car at the drop-off point, he loses control of the Uzi and it shoots out the dude's left tail light. But when the dude recovers the car from the police, the same tail light is perfectly normal. Ah, ah, that's it. This movie's gas. garbage. Oh, uh, I can't watch this anymore. <laughs> and it's actually, I remember when I was younger watching this, being a little frightened by the the, the vision of these guys racing off in their motorcycles. It is oh, a little really? ominous. It's like, now are sure. you in a motorcycle gang movie? Right, what's, right, what's right. What's going to happen to the dude? At yeah. this point, when I, when I was a young man, I really cared about the dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I genuinely sure. worried for the. I still do. I mean, yeah. he, he looks so sad there. He does. He does. <laughs> and, you don't uh, want them to cut up his Johnson. No. Right. Right. They haven't made that threat yet. I don't think. But but uh, yeah, he's coming. he's definitely worried uh, about the money and the phone ringing and yeah, Walter. I just love it that Walter has you. It's implied here that he and Walter haven't said anything to each other yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you could just, yeah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. That's yep. Walter's answer to everything. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to Walter speaking here? Yiddish. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what Perfect. exactly is the problem, he says. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Back in denial. Yeah. The phone the ring, path. the phone ringing, just making it like this weird yep. tension, like never oh. ends. Perfect. Yeah, it's nerve wracking. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, when the dude and Walter are bowling after the botched ransom drop off, Walter says, I, it's time. Uh, I don't know. I'm uh, high. I don't know. I don't speak uh, Yiddish. Dude, as the ex used to say, this is the first half of a Hebrew verse, which means it is a tree of life. Uh, second half of, <laughs> of the verse is Lama Chazimba, which means to those who take hold of it. And it refers to the Old Testament. Right. And uh, here he's talk calls Burkhalter a kraut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Walter, correct again. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got to be suddenly the Shomer Shabbos thing becomes way more important than this botched kidnapping <laughs> handoff thing that just happened. <laughs> yeah. He's got morals. Yeah. Yeah. He's a man with a code. He is. He's a samurai <laughs> at the bowling lane. He he needs rules, and all the rules kind of were taken from him because yeah. of what happened in Vietnam. And he's desperately mm. looking for a place to find rules and order and justice, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's mm. futile. Mm. Here, look, he's oh, still that... limp- limping from the the roll yeah. out of the car. Yeah, mm. yeah. When well, all right, right is... dude's car got a little dinged up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you you do sort of get the impression that if they only included Donnie, somehow things would have ended up differently. Yeah, 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 (laughs) you know, yeah, somebody, uh, somebody should have intervened. They're two big guys too. Jeff Bridges is not a small guy, Uh, and uh, yeah, Buscemi looks so (laughs) twinkish. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who's got a million dollars? (laughs) No. Oh. 
this reaction. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Apparently on Inside the Actors Studio, Goodman revealed that of all the projects he's worked on, Lebowski was his, is his favorite. Yeah. I, That's I amazing. That. Yeah. He's been in a and lot Br- of movies. Bridges yeah. for a long time didn't really embrace the fandom because there is a huge fandom. But in recent years, he really has. Mm. He'll he'll talk about it in interviews and stuff. Right on. I haven't really engaged the fandom, but I can imagine it's mm. a lot of fun and probably pretty yeah. benign as there's far a, as fandoms go. Yeah, yeah there's a sweet. festival, right? There's a Lebowski festival. Yeah, Lebowski well, Fest. I yeah. had tickets one year and I had <laughs> oh, to sell really? them because because I was too pregnant to go. So ah, oh, well, that's a, well, you know, and I had a little Lebowski on the way. Mm-hmm. I, right. I, I even had a I had a onesie that said little achiever or something. Like that. <laughs> uh, These, uh, this is great LAPD. I love so it. So perfect. Ellie's got the little he's got the little bowl there. That's the bowling pin. That's, <laughs> that's his life, yeah. him. That cop that cop notices it. Like, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So oh these guys. <sighs> yeah, nothing, just some papers in there. Just some papers, business papers, you know. Yep. <laughs> 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 Pulling out his beard. I'm unemployed. It's so good. They did a great job like doing the set of his apartment too. Like it's just all these little subtle details. Like there's the bookshelf that's like just kind of who knows what's even in there, but it's like totally disorganized. But, you know, he does read a book every now and then. You, you, you get the, he's, he's a man of culture. He's got his records. Right, right. College. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. I've got some more trivia. Almost all of the music on the soundtrack is revealed to be playing on a radio at some point. The official mm. term. Uh, hang on here. Uh uh, for this concept is diegesis okay. examples. The man in me in the first dream sequence fades out after the dude wakes up, but we still hear it tinny and distant on his Walkman hotel. California plays throughout <laughs> the entire scene with Jesus at the bowling alley. And even during the brief flashback, uh, Oh, it, it, uh, cut out, but, uh, mm. very interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, huh. you know, sort of scene sourced music where it's not, yeah. uh, not random. It's right. Uh, right. Yeah. Very, very organic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun. Um, I got more here. <laughs> Hotel California plays throughout the entire scene with Jesus at the bowling alley and even during the brief flashback, apparently, as a song playing on the alley's PA system. The big man music that plays as the dude leaves his house fades uh, fades and is heard playing on DeFino's car radio as they talk. Additionally, at the beginning of the film, the opening song Tumblin' Tumbleweeds fades into a Muzak version of itself as the dude shops for his half and half in the grocery store. When it cuts to the dude outside the store, the song is faded back into its original version. Clever. Mm-hmm. Did you notice the giant painting of the scissors? What happens later? <laughs> yeah, see it again. Yes, yeah, that's part of his uh, day material for his dream, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Little quick nude scene. Mm-hmm. Can't show he's this like, to the kids yet. No, not quite. So he's got, she's got his attention. Ugh. My favorite part of her character is the way she talks like a 1930s, you know, upper right. patrician sort of Catherine yeah. Hepburn, which is so hilarious because yeah. she's yeah. just nude. <laughs> she's right, right. And she's avant-garde clearly an, artist. Yeah, she's clearly an American. What is that? She's got that. What do they call it, Kevin? The Mid-Atlantic accent? Yeah, the Mid-Atlantic yeah. accent from exactly. the from film. 
kind of mm. before Brando and 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 all yeah. that broke it open. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just gonna say too, smoke show. M- yeah. Mod is yeah, 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 yeah. Lebowski's punching above his weight here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is Jeff Bridges. So, yeah, I mean, right. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, she's look and she's she's like a, a spider trying to capture a fly here too. Yeah, she, yeah. she has yeah. a plan, and it's the yeah. last thing that Lebowski would have would ever expect, which is quite hilarious. Right. Yeah. This you see how big, he, this is her big line. Hmm. <laughs> you see how he has a little green paint on his head. It's like she's sort of already kind of got him. Got him. You mean yeah. coitus? Coitus. <laughs> so she just introduces herself as a feminist. So it's like the contrast between this sort of intellectual feminist versus Bunny, the whore, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the dumb bimbo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and the, there's like a photo behind her of them measuring measuring a woman's rear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like he's so outmatched in terms of class and and sophistication, yeah. but but her sophistication is also ridiculous. But she, right. but he just, but he just boils down her whole speech into, "Well, I'm sorry, your stepmother's a nympho." <laughs> like, right. that's, <laughs> that's it. true. Yeah, he, did, he didn't miss a he didn't miss a beat. Yeah, did he? exactly. Yeah. This bit of porn is just one of the funniest things so ever filmed. <laughs> Log jamming. So I mean. <laughs> yeah, incredible. Incredible. Uh, <laughs> That's why they said to me, I'm an, I'm an expert. I'm here to fix Dida Kabel. <laughs> yeah. He's made his way over to the... Uh, the story is ridiculous. <laughs> the story is ludicrous. <laughs> ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. The story is ludicrous. Yeah, he's made his way over to the bar. He's helping yeah. himself. This, this girl, other girl is apparently a, was a real porn star they used as oh, Bunny's okay. co-star here. He fixes the cable. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be fatuous. That's so good. Yeah. Here's yeah, a little bit a... of a Julian Moore trivia. Go on, Brad. I was just gonna say they have a great rapport that, like, unlikely great rapport. These two characters. It's so funny. Mm. Uh, born Julianne Smith, she had to change her name when she registered with the Actors Guild, as every variation of her name seemed to be taken. She hmm. then combined her first two names and assumed her father's middle name as her surname. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, that man. is a pretty generic name, Julianne Smith. Yeah. 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 She's such a striking figure. And of course, her haircut here is just oh, yeah. <laughs> beyond. Yeah. Yeah. That's in takeoff. Yeah. Very didn't nine, take early off 90s. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> kind of the Betty Page. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Ben uh, Thomas in the chat, who's been on the pod, said, imagine if David Lynch directed this scene. <laughs> <laughs> the green velvet. That's what yeah. It is. Oh, my God. She starts she starts touching her hair in this very suggestive, flirty way as well there, I noticed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But in a very conscious way, kind of alluring, you know. But he doesn't, again, He's he's not picking up any cues. No, she's staying in her robe, you know. Mm-hmm. So she's already decided what her plans for him. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, this I think is so. She's sending him to the doctor, right? Right. Yeah. Well, and what does she really do in this scene? She she has him over, uh, talks about genitalia, shows mm-hmm. him some porn, <laughs> and is in her <laughs> right. in her robe. You can have, like, a, dude, you can have a drink if he wants yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pick, pick up this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finds out that he likes coitus. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is great. Yeah. He's to see the dude in such a great mood. Yeah. He's like. <laughs> well, she just I bought that. She just bought the rug from him, right? Did he? Uh, did he take the? He takes the the white Russian with him too, doesn't he? He yeah, takes it to yeah. go. Oh yeah. yeah. She can get another low ball. She's yeah. got a lot of yeah. money. He's holding a beverage here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's really. Uh, seems to be refilling itself as he goes along. Too. It does. <laughs> oh, it just did. You're yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That I is not a continuity error. That no, is actually I think, I think... like a little yeah, yeah, bit, yeah. touch of magical realism. Well, there you go. And then they they note it's a goof in the the Amazon notes or whatever. I'm like, no, maybe it's a metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is great. Yeah. From one limo Where's... to the other limo. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Talking fast and talk. Start talking and talk fast, you bum. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is this can be if you really buy into the plot uh, and you haven't seen this before, this can be pretty nerve wracking. A little Uh, bit. Yeah. Yeah. He's in in serious trouble. Yeah. With some bad people. He's got the Mm -hmm. motorcycle gang uh, going after him. He's got the big. Is he the big Lebowski or not? That's the question of the movie. Who's the big Lebowski? Mm -hmm. And when you know the plot twist about the ringer for the ringer, you realize, oh, my gosh, these guys really were setting the dude up to get killed by the nihilist. They didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Evil. <laughs> really evil. Yeah. It'd be nice to be able to drive around LA in a limo with a with white Russians and <laughs> ah, I'm not against it. That's yeah. how I that's how what do you think? How do you think I drive around here? That's that's <laughs> how you get around, Peach. I can't I handle them handle the kids, talk on the phone and drive at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> too many kids, are you kidding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peach colored uh, limo <laughs> in Santa Monica. It's a it's mm. a it's a limo shaped minivan. <laughs> no, you can set up you set up light. higher that you set up higher that way. It's better. Yeah, right. yeah. I, mean, I use that all the time. Oh new yeah, new shit has come to light, to light is maybe in the, the parlance of our times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah just, new shit has come to light. Comes up he a lot. just learned in the parlance <laughs> of our times, like ten I minutes mean, before this scene. There's yeah. so many lines, so many repeated lines. It is like a little bit of it's like scripture, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you it gets drilled into you and you just can't help but repeat it all the time yeah. and become you know a missionary for Lebowski after seeing this a few times. Yeah. 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 Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he sort of repeats some stuff Walter says too, doesn't he? In this scene. I mean a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then this is the <laughs> toe reveal, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Think I think like that how, would. I like how mm. Brant calls him dude. Mm. I think that's uh, cracks me up. Yeah, he's immediately bought in. Yeah, yeah. He calls him dude, but in a very formal way. Yeah. <laughs> Here yeah. he is talking about his job again. That's what you pay me for. I'm in. A, he's fully employed. <laughs> right. And I want his money, his paycheck. Oh no! It and bumped up into the, a... Yeah, new tax bracket. Yeah, any tax bracket. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, just PSH giving it, yeah, just radiant on the screen. So good, yeah. <laughs> oh no, I have no choice but to tell these bums. 
to do whatever is necessary yeah to recover their money from you jeffrey lebowski Uh, (laughs) yeah you're right if you hadn't seen this before this moment the toe comes tumbling out of the bandage that's pretty uh bunny they're gonna kill that poor woman yeah yeah, and it's it's a case of are we watching a comedy? Right. This is pretty real, <laughs> right? Like, oh, it really Severed is toe. a Coen Brothers movie. Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very Lynch too. That yeah. that little toe uh, is very much like the ear in Blue Velvet, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh right. <laughs> Walter oh. immediately is laughing at it. <laughs> that wasn't her toe, right? Again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I true. can get you a toe, was right? Yeah. So this is Johnny's on. Fairfax and Wilshire since closed, mm. but still there. I couldn't relax in a cafe like that. There's too much traffic outside. It's a lot of traffic. <laughs> like, it's a lot of traffic. That corner's become a real hellhole. Oh, yeah. I get you a toe, toe by three o'clock. With nail polish. <laughs> With nail polish. It also strikes me that this is a fairly si- sorry. I'm I'm in a Seinfeld Seinfeld bitch. This is a very fairly Seinfeldian scene too. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I hadn't made that connection. There yeah, is a little yeah. bit, little hints of it. Hmm. Well, here we go. Uh, the diner in which Walter and the dude have a cup of coffee during the toe scene is the same diner from the uh, the later scenes of American History X, Wilshire huh. and Fairfax. Hmm. Yep, long been closed. It's only used for filming. Apparently, they still use it to to do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he immediately, he immediately goes into this whole prior restraint and all. <laughs> right. He's up on all his constitutional law. Oh yeah, yeah. He's one of those like, what do they call him now? Like we, those guys who get pulled over, sovereign citizens. Sovereign citizen. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's, yeah. Am I being yeah, detained? Yeah. Right. He's one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. Am I being detained? Yeah. He's our our guy. Our guy. He, big time. he knows his rights. That's, That's true. right. Finishing That's right. his coffee. Yep. <laughs> ben in the chat is saying there's a great DFW David Foster Wallace essay about how all these dudes are pulling from the same archetypal pool. I think you might mm. be talking about the Lynch, uh, about yeah. Lynch and the Coens. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. That doesn't surprise me. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, we're going to do DFW in, tub, in season three. We are. Yes, we are. With, uh, yeah, that's going to be awesome. I love this moment of. Smoking some weed in the bathtub with whale song uh, playing. <laughs> That's how he relaxes to whale song or yeah, the sound of his, of bo- yeah. you know, bowling ball strikes. That's, right, right, right. Those are his two favorite. <laughs> here comes uh, yeah. Flea and here yeah. comes the. Okay. Uh, yeah. These outfits are just Stormare's outfit here is so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this like, What is he wearing? Ah, <laughs> uh, a little ferret. So that is not. Yeah, there's not a marmot. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another bit of trivia. Uh, trivia in the bathtub scene, and later the dude refers to the nihilist ferret as a marmot. Walter refers yeah. to it as an amphibious rodent. The animal was not <laughs> a marmot, but a ferret. Marmots yeah. are rodents, but ferrets are not, and neither mm. animal is generally aquatic. Walter what are you, a park correct. ranger? <laughs> Walter is correct that neither is legal to keep as a pet in California. The script originally called for a marmot, but when it was realized how big these animals are, a ferret was used instead. The dialogue was left unchanged but because the dude wouldn't know any better. 
<laughs> That's really good. It's like Walter getting the dog wrong. Pomeranian. It's like yeah. a Sky Terrier. They yeah. don't. Yeah, totally different. They're so clueless. Oh, he's going to get collect his vehicle. Oh, here's a great throwaway line. Oh man, lodged where? <laughs> <laughs> Against an abutment. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and this new outfit he's into this kind of oh that what sweater is, this, is great. Yeah, this like That's crocheted the- sweater. It's. I used to work with an older guy who wore who wore a sweater just almost exactly like that. Um, My dream sweater. Yeah, yeah. It just it really takes me back to life down by the university here in the aughts. Like, just the guy would show up at the party. There was always one guy in a sweater like that. Unironically, Mm -hmm. right? That was his look. This lead scene is also just such an iconic moment. Leads. <laughs> Leads. They got four more detectives working <laughs> yeah. on the case. They got us working in shifts. The cop does his little comedy routine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> working in shifts. <laughs> if you've ever had a car Leads. stolen, you get to go Ooh. pick it up. They, you just know there's, they're never gonna find. They don't, it. They don't do anything. They don't do anything. Yeah, we had uh, I lived in the city of Detroit for a while. You get your car broken into, and after a while, you're like, I'm not even gonna call. Like, don't even call. Why the bother? Yeah, like, there's no point. Right. Yeah. Now he's going at the Germans. Nothing changes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing changes. Nazis. They were Nazis, dude. Oh, this is fantastic. Say what you say what you will about the tenets of national socialism. At least yeah. it's an ethos. That's right. Yeah. There were rules. <laughs> exactly. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna split hairs nice. here. <laughs> he this this thousand yard stare he gets when when he says the word nihilists. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean that line is so funny. Yeah. An, an amphibious <laughs> rodent, you know. Domestic. Also, let's not forget. Let's not forget, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what a great yeah, shot, yeah, too. He's, he's, yeah, he's calling back to the rules, right? Yeah. Yeah. Within the city. That's not legal either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Donnie in this scene, stuck between these two. Yeah. Buscemi had a hard job on this, <laughs> mm. kind of being the straight man. He's mm. drinking an orange slice. I never noticed that. For some reason, that cracks me up. <laughs> That's like drinking. What do you need that for, something. dude? Yep. You're Johnson. Yeah. Fuck the tournament, oh, man. Uh oh. Oh boy. Yeah, Uh-oh. Buscemi. Buscemi doesn't even really have ma- that many lines. No. No. <laughs> Claire Claire H in the in the chat just just wrote I need my fucking Johnson. What do you need that for, dude? Exactly. But he will. It turns out he does it, need it. He does, does actually need, need it. He needs it to he needs yeah. it to satisfy Ma. Yeah. 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 Very important. Well, here comes the does the cowboy show up here? He does. Yeah, it's this great one shot too, right? Because they didn't they haven't cut yet from that conversation mm, they just had. Good it point. Zooms in, uh, zooms oh, in yeah. on Jeff and then zooms kind of zooms back out. Yeah, is the cowboy real is or is the right. cowboy in, in his mind? Yeah, there's an interesting... If you watch the series Fargo, there's a sort of a play on this. It's a totally different scene, but they have like this weird bar scene where a character shows up. It's not clear if he's real or not. Mm. And this is sort of a... This this is about as close as the Coen brothers get to David Lynch, I would say. Is, is mm. this, this Maybe mm. not as close, but this is a Lynchian 
Well, and that would all go back to The Shining, and I don't know if that pulls from from somewhere else, but that that scene with the bartender mm-hmm. that's so uncanny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Sometimes the bar, well, he eats you. That's some kind of Eastern thing. <laughs> Far from it. Far from it. <laughs> yeah, like your style, dude. It really is a, a film. My my reading about of the film, I, you could pull so many different things, but my my personal impression uh, is that it's a film that's sort of about the end of the West. It's about mm. there not really being anywhere further west to go. We can't. You can't go into the ocean. Yeah. They try <laughs> at the very end of the film. They try to to throw Donnie's ashes into the ocean, and it blows right, right back in their faces. Yeah. So it's right. sort of about the last man, the last American man, and Lebowski ends up being that, and he still gets dragged into some sort of a an adventure and has right. to right. has to. It, it, yeah. And that works. I mean, because because that's kind of what the noir is. At least when it hit film, that's kind of what the noir genre was about in general. That's why so many of them were set in L.A. It was sort of like metaphorically it was like the cowboy western push ends up in the west coast nowhere else to go and all of the mm-hmm. morality and ethics get all scrambled and confused right as soon as you kind of smash up against the ocean all right here comes one of my favorite actors david thulis yeah. uh fresh off his turn in naked uh as Knox Harrington, the video artist he said the video artist <laughs> incredible i love this- david thulis in this scene, Maud is doing some kind of art with uh, putting coll- metal colanders over women's breasts. Like, what is she doing here? Some sort of fertility <laughs> yeah. ritual. Like, yeah, look at the background. Blood. And I... Yeah. She's sort of like a Maria Abramovich character. Do you guys she know who she is? Bit. That very oh, yeah. strange woman artist. Yeah. Yeah. No, there is. She what is do part you do, of Lebowski? that. Yeah, she's part of that whole scene. <laughs> like, that whole, like gallery art scene or like are these people like is this is any of this any good like it's all terrible yeah worst art ever yeah (laughs) but it's about their little network their little private club right sure it's like an eyes wide shut thing money laundering yeah basically (laughs) it's got to tender his resignation he quit quit this job (laughs) go back to being unemployed yeah and really, if you've not seen the movie that made David Thewlis famous, Naked, I cannot recommend that Very enough. Good. Very good. He's good in everything he does. Mm. He's even good in the Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uli Kunkel? <laughs> <laughs> Uli. Her co-star in the Beaver picture? The beaver picture. Uh, is is this where she pulls out? She pulls out the, the record Naglebet? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, their mm-hmm. obvious um, Kraftwerk, mm-hmm. uh, right? Autobahn, Autobahn. <laughs> right, 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 right. I've got a few things. In addition to Nagelbet, which means bed of nails, by the fictitious group Autobahn and Herb Alpert's whipped cream and other delights, other albums <laughs> are visible in Mod's vinyl collections. Stereotomy by uh, the Alan Parsons Project, At Home with the Berry Sisters, and Blue River by Eric Anderson. Yeah, it seems like kind of all over the place taste wise, but I don't know. I'm not really that familiar with most of it. <laughs> Very funny. Nagelbet is German for nail bed, but in Swedish, it stands for nail bite. Hmm. Yeah, I love that Flea is one of the nihilists. Yeah, right. Like a cl- classic, mm. like iconic L.A. M- musician. 
Yeah. And this lot, I say that a lot, a lot too. A lot of strands, old duders head. <laughs> I forgot to take a kid to like, you know, ballet practice. I'm like, yeah. oh, a lot of strands and old duders. This is funny here. Song titles on the Audubon LP, Nagelbet, are Saturation, Faking It, Hit and Run, No Way Out, Violate You Blue. Beg me, take it in, and Edelweiss Club Mix. Edelweiss Club Mix. Nice. <laughs> but it's sort of sad, like what you're saying, LA is being like the end, like the last terminus. So here's this German rock group who did came to LA to make it as a rock group, didn't yeah. make it, turned to porn. Yeah. And now kidnapping. Yeah, it turned to porn and nihilism. Right. Yeah. Sure. What LA does to people. Oh, boy. <laughs> there he is. He's got his car back. He's vibing. Oh, yeah. like, Could you slide your shorts down, please? Yeah. <laughs> and then now he's in a great mood. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did the doctor do? What did he do? Right. And he's followed by a Volkswagen as well, which is quite funny. Yeah. This song. Oh, yeah, that's good credence. It's weird seeing this, that the cars look so old. Like, wow, how long ago was this? Ooh, oh, my goodness. We're, we're getting, oh, I'm look not even going to say it. <laughs> yeah, oh, it really stings. It really Stand hurts. Up there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, and he tries to throw his roach throw the, out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. he's more anxiety over the crotch. He's got, yes, he's got some right. very serious well, concerns about what's going oh. on with his Johnson. Yeah, and then he crashes. <laughs> Right. Yeah, he's got to protect the Johnson. Yep. <laughs> Watching this movie when they sing do, 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 looking out my back door. I hear always hear it as do, do, dude. Oh, you right. Because I've got mm-hmm. dude in my brain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His car has gotten so beat, so many beatings. Oh, yeah. Uh, this homework scene apparently was actually happened to like one of the Coens. They got had a car stolen and the oh, thief really? left, left homework. <laughs> You're kidding. It's actually base is actually re- yeah, it actually happened this way. That's hilarious. Because how could you even make this up? It's too <laughs> You're right. It is it is so like random. Kind of the most far fetched thread in the, the plot. These close these close ups on the dude's face too blinking and <laughs> oh and now now we're so coming perplexed. to the cycle. Yeah. <laughs> Larry Sellers. Wait, what who's I remember seeing that being so confused also. Like, hey. yeah. <laughs> we have Wagner, another German reference. You're right. Yeah, Uh-oh. you're right. Yeah. German yeah. opera. I love that the yeah. mat is there. Nothing changes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And and Donnie's kind of into it. Like, I don't know if he's into it, but he's certainly. Yeah. Engaged. Donnie's being me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He yeah. doesn't mind. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been to shows like this. We've yeah. all sat through yeah. something like this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I boy. Mean, what? Yeah, Donnie's <laughs> really into it. Yeah. He, yeah. He's... <laughs> I like how they get shushed. <laughs> <laughs> There's like one other person in the theater. Oh. Uh... It, well, that's definitely his his director or his uh, choreographer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. yeah. There's definitely no in and out on Radford in North Hollywood. I know these Mm. things. Mm. Mm -hmm. Arthur Digby Sellers. 
every year of a little show called Brandon. Bulk of the series. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> What's the, isn't there a show called Branded in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? What am I thinking of? Mm, One of the oh, shows he's in? What was the Sounds show? Like, he, I can't remember. Could be. I can't remember. That film is great. Once upon a time, time in Hollywood. You guys should. Dynamite. You guys. You guys should do that movie. We should watch. That. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That. That's unbelievable. Another great so LA. Mm. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> in and out is you know the the main you know burger chain of LA and. You got to yeah, know where big, the where the nearest one is at all times. Yeah, yeah, it's a big it's a big deal out there, mm -hmm. for sure. Apparently, branded only, did not have 156 episodes; it had only like 48. So, oh, Walter's, okay. Walter's confused. Uh, now they got the holding this holding the hood on by straps. <laughs> you already spent all the money on this Corvette, right? Yeah, no more car stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Before well, spent all the money. New vet. <laughs> Walter knows. Walter's got the suit on. That's so funny. He always has a plan. He always has a plan. You know, guys like this though <laughs> that have like a plan it doesn't go well necessarily, but like. It's funny seeing Walter in his like private detective mode. Yeah, yeah. Professional. Calls the dude his associate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and this a good living day room. to you, sir. <laughs> yeah. Same dude. He has health problems. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say the man in the iron lung. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, this living room is is uh totally unspoiled. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. it's icon iconic. I would move into a house like this right away without the iron lung. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> be perfect. I just and I love this. Uh, Goodman turns on this kind of ridiculous fanboy kind of. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Just <laughs> right. geeking out about Brandon. <laughs> but personally moved on like a real personal level. Enormous fans. <laughs> Especially the early episodes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna brace the kid mm -hmm. <laughs> we don't ever get an explanation for why the homework ends up in the car do we just fell out no. of his pocket yeah just yeah, yeah. something yeah yep he has it in this ziploc bag it's so funny so it's gonna like evidence yeah <laughs> larry just does not care <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, he's 14. So <laughs> I've got, yeah, I've got uh, some more trivia here. The Coen brothers were inspired by several sources and stories. Possibly the leading source was their friend Peter Exline, who coined the phrase, it really tied the room together to describe one of his own rugs. Pete <laughs> and a friend of his, Big Lou Abernathy, a private detective whom the Coens didn't know, are considered to be the, the partial basis for the character Walter. Pete, hmm. a Vietnam veteran and college professor, once jokingly tried to scare his students by exclaiming, first Vietnam, now this, while hitting a chair. <laughs> Similar to the way Walter, non-jokingly, inappropriately compares everything to Vietnam. Pete also told the Amazing. Coens about a story That's where awesome. his car was stolen and Abernathy helped him investigate. 
they found the homework of a 14 year old. And instead oh, of telling God. the police, they put the homework in a plastic <clears throat> bag and drove out to the kid's home to confront him. Though unlike the movie, the kid did not actually steal the car and Aberdathy did not end the confrontation by bashing a car outside the kid's house. Another story (laughs) related by Pete was the time that Abernathy was arraigned by the Santa Monica, by a Santa Monica sheriff who, as in the movie, insulted him and told him to stay out of my beach community. (laughs) That's a real line. That's awesome. That's awesome. You guys know when they dub this movie for like, uh, like showing on airplanes. Mm-hmm. They don't, yeah. He doesn't say they. He says this is what happens when you something a stranger in the when, Alps. When you find <laughs> a stranger in the <laughs> Alps, this is what happened. You see what happens, Larry, when you, you find, find a, stranger a stranger in the Alps. In the Alps. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? Just say it. Jeez, yeah, that's hilarious. More headlights getting smashed. Yep, yep, yeah. And then okay. this poor guy. Yeah. Walter does like a little kung fu thing. For a second, I'll kill your car. <laughs> bought this car. Uh, poor yeah. guy. See uh, these working stiffs, right? Yeah, getting hosed Saved by up these for guys. years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, get his Corvette. <laughs> but they did get the In and Out Burger. All right, here's the the, the song in Spanish. Oh no, this is not Hotel California. Yeah, they got their in and out. Yeah, this is uh, Santana, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Factual error: When the dude Walter and Donnie are eating the burgers, they supposedly got it in and out. The cups they drink from are not white with a ring of red palm trees, which is the way the cups are at that chain. I don't know uh, if that's true. I'm not too concerned. Yeah, about that's that. true. That is true. Mm-hmm. He's now he's hammering Serious. it the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. He forgets which way the door opens here, right? <laughs> to, the door opens out. Hey, there's a lot of strands in the duder's head here. A lot so. of strands. <laughs> it did not look like Larry was about to crack. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I love like the it. one I love the one-sided phone call. Anytime in a sh- like it's a well-done one-sided phone call in a movie or TV, I always think it's I always think it's funny. Yeah, I'll be at practice. Yeah. <laughs> they, they made their friends again. Yeah. Here, 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 the door just opens out, and it doesn't even matter. Which is <laughs> such a great look. Ben in the chat is saying that John Goodman is his dad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Imagine. Wow. Okay, you yeah. see, these guys have now switched outfits. They have switched outfits. Oh. That's hilarious. The deadbeat Lebowski. Mm-hmm. Who is the real big Lebowski? Mm-hmm. That's, the That's the true mystery of this film. Right. right. And then the, the woman on the trampoline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the face this guy's making as he <laughs> looks up at her. <laughs> Movies used to have just like random topless shots. You know, they sure, don't have those sure. anymore, right? Yeah. It doesn't really seem like it's it. A real, it's like a real fun, shame. Yeah. Fun little thing. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody can enjoy it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. I mean, this this is a film that in in other hands could have been puerile and and silly, but they sure. never they never look, look at those Nazi there. look at those Nazi eagles on the tent. Oh, I never noticed whoa, that. I never right. noticed that. nihilist yeah. tent. Yeah. Jackie Treehorn. <laughs> oh, because here comes good. Jackie. Yeah, the, another incredible actor. Ben Gazzara. Mm-hmm. Amazing that he did this part. <laughs> yeah. 
I want Jackie Treehorn's house. He was oh, in a couple no, what he was like in a couple Cassavetti's movies, I think. Wasn't he in a yeah, um yeah, yeah, killing yeah. of a Chinese bookie or whatever? <laughs> How's the smut business, Jackie? Yeah. <laughs> this house a little... is a house in Beverly Hills. My brother-in-law went to a party here. Hmm. And he was oh, like, really? it was this identical, it just it is unchanged. Wow. Which one's log jamming? <laughs> <laughs> I do this have trivia great. about the house. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I just love how he's complaining about how digital has ruined the porn industry. Right. Which is another theme in Boogie Nights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brain saying, is the biggest erogenous zone yeah. on, on you, maybe. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin, right? go ahead. Yeah. No, no, not at all. Just saying that the movie makes it look like this is on the beach, but it's it rests on the side of a hill overlooking right. L.A., this mm-hmm. house. Right. Right. Well, uh, we're supposed to be in Malibu, but we're not. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> that, that couch is intense. It's like it's like made out of concrete or something with the cushions on it, right? It's like Yeah, concrete and leather. That thing is crazy. What what more do you want in a couch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what you're gonna do on that couch. I guess that's true. <laughs> it is pretty uh is rather suggestive. Mm. You, you have a feeling that later the party's gonna move inside. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny the music this... now is pure noir mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this treehorn is the second kind of rich fellow that lebowski's had to engage with in this movie he does yeah. not move in these circles in, in regular no. life so he's no. got the other lebowski and then he's got this guy um but it's you know the one thing is the dude is not intimidated by them really he kind of rolls in there and you know he doesn't uh Here's like the Hitchcock zoom in. Yeah. North yeah. by Northwest. Mm. Uh, yeah. Right. Do you remember in North by Northwest? Carrie Grant does the same rubbing. That's right. Where That's she right. Goes. Oh, right. And this, this, mm, this is yeah. this scene. Even, yeah, you're right. It is reminiscent of North by Northwest. Mm-hmm. Very direct, interesting. Direct th- stealing from this. It's just Except a doodle of a guy It's just a, a giant, right. <laughs> <laughs> a priapic doodle. Yeah. Is that what Jackie was drawing? Like, why? Must be, right? <laughs> what can it mean? <laughs> what does that mean? He takes it and puts it in his pocket. It, that moment, too, that was just pure Looney Tunes. He just scrambles <laughs> over and yep. just, yeah, like, <laughs> Bug, oh, yeah, Bugs so Buddy good. doesn't want to get caught. Yeah. Uh, our friend Aldous Asterian, friend of the show, has said, I'm doing a deep analysis of Barton Fink on the next mm. Grasshoppers episode on Ooh. his pod, Forest yep. of Symbols. Forest Symbols. Yeah. Considering contacting Princeton for access to Ethan Cohen's senior thesis on Wittgenstein. Whoa. That could be cool. Nice. This goes I'm deep. Gonna, I, did, deep. I did not know that uh, Ethan Cohen did a senior thesis on Wittgenstein. Me neither. That's news to me. That would be that's That's a bit of lore for sure. <laughs> the dude is just story. launching into his you know detective details he's now mastered the case yep yep knows where the money's being held write me a check for my 10 percent of half a million five grand <laughs> <laughs> he's a word so well he's already yeah. been yeah he's already been drugged yeah you figure jackie is uh an old hand at this trick oh yeah i'm sure he's drugged plenty of people yeah yeah <laughs> Not good. 
Mm-hmm. Ah, I did not know that. Uh, that's very interesting. Apparently, Ethan Cohen uh, studied philosophy at Princeton. Uh, and uh, you're not dealing with amateurs here with them no well i I respect him even more now as somebody who has a degree in philosophy yeah Mm -hmm. yeah very cool wittgenstein too Hmm. you know philosophy majors uh of all the liberal arts make the make the most money earn the most money Mm -hmm. they're not usually doing philosophy though Oh, I no. blew it. No. I was an English major. I blew it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, you you do it all right. <laughs> you, you, Darker you a than a black. <laughs> I do. Well, we'll see. I, you know, book that would make me eight hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. Like a black all steers right. took us on a moonless night. <laughs> on a moonless night. All right. I got general trivia. Nearly all of the visible symbols in the dude's second dream sequence are taken from earlier scenes. Mm-hmm. The initial scene of the dude's exaggerated <laughs> walking while casting a big shadow is similar to his landlord's interpretive dance to pictures at mm. Uh, mm-hmm. an exhibition. The black and white uh, tiled floor is seen earlier in the Big Lebowski's entryway when the dude walks with Brant and again at the end. Mm-hmm. The tool belt and workman outfit the dude is seen wearing is identical to the one worn by Carl Hungus mm-hmm. uh, in log jamming. Saddam Hussein, who is standing uh, behind the counter, is mentioned briefly by Walter in the car outside the bowling alley. We hear President George H.W. Bush comment on the Iraq uh, invasion of Kuwait. And in the opening credits, we see a man looking a bit similar to Saddam spraying the bowling shoes at the alley. Yeah. Maud's gold bowling ball bra cups are taken from bowling balls seen on the racks behind Walter in an earlier scene at the bowling alley. Maud Lebowski's trident is from a statue at the Big Lebowski's house. The red on black bowling uh, ball is the same as the one in the earlier dream sequence and is also visible on the rack behind Walter and the dude at the bowling alley. The topless girl falling through a black frame is almost the same shot that opened the scene in which the dude shows up at Jackie Treehorn's party. Mm. The scissors wielded by the red-clad nihilists are seen in a painting with a red background on Maud's wall. That is incredible. I love that. And here we have a Valkyrie from the Wagner Yes. Opera. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the, the the guy playing Saddam is the guy at the bowling alley in the first scene, spraying the, the shoes. Guy. Same yeah. actor, sort yeah. of like Wizard. The Wizard of Oz has the the farm hands turn up in the, right. in the in the in the Oz dream. Right. I also, by the way, I also think this is wicked sexy. When he grabs her from behind, sticks yeah. her fingers in the ball, it's it's yeah. pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> they they Jeez. make a they make a great couple. Mm-hmm. Well, and then also just the, all these just like leggy uh, bowling alley girls and everything. It's yeah. it's pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this guy, uh, Jerry Haleva, who played uh, Saddam, is cast as Saddam Hussein. Can you imagine that casting call? <laughs> we need a Saddam lookalike. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, guys. My life has been so hard <laughs> lately. Yeah, it's I, not good. You- this, you can't do any of this now. You can't have a guy looking up their skirts. No. And he's right. a good, still a good guy. You right. can't do any of these things now. It's sort of right. sad. Yeah, yeah. He'd be a and just creep. Just now. enjoy a, a row of like leggy women. Yeah, they they were were reactionary. Were uh, yeah Neanderthals for for wanting to. And I mean, are the flying bowling balls? Do they could they be like? This is maybe a little too gross. But like little sperm? Like is it fertility? Uh, oh, yeah. uh, oh, for sure. Lasting yeah. through the yeah, sky. Yeah. A hundred percent, no <laughs> doubt. Yeah, and then here he he comes. This with scene, 
Well, and, and then the music in this scene, the implication is that this is their music from Nagelbet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so boom, heaven, boom, heaven, boom, this, this is hell with the devils in red, but heaven is him and Maude on a bowling, in a bowling alley. <laughs> yeah, you're right. This Now yeah. he's in hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It really is a perfect film. That it yeah. is not one frame you would change. Yep. No. I've never come come out of being unconscious and found myself running south on PCH. Have you guys? That's you've not- never <laughs> met Captain White Claw. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, he definitely has. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Singing oh. in the back of the cop car. Uh-oh. Yeah. And Malibu they sheriffs said he got away. Right, <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> said he ran away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and here comes. I mean, now you're you're in it with the crew cut guy. Yeah, he's a real reactionary. <laughs> this guy's great. The Malibu cops in shorts. They don't actually wear. There is no Malibu his, PD. His only no. idea is his Ralph's Value Club card <laughs> and the tree horn stationery with preapic doodle on it. Who is this guy? And his beaver uh, lawyers. Kunstler. The lawyers that the dude mentions are William Kunstler and Ron Kuby, who are radical attorneys noted for defending numerous controversial defendants, including <laughs> suspected terrorist leaders and the daughter of Malcolm X. Right. <laughs> well, of course, because the dude was involved in. Some... He was an activist. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. yeah he was yeah. one of the signers of the Port Huron Statement. Yeah, if you're in Berkeley in the, in the late 60s, you need Ron Kuby to bail mm-hmm. you out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A nice, quiet little beach community. Mm-hmm. I love how he just chucks the he just chucks his cow his mug at his forehead. Also, calling Malibu a nice, quiet little beach community is so funny because Malibu is a you know a cesspool of uh, drug-addled rock stars and movie yeah. stars and porn stars and God knows what else. What was it like in '91? <laughs> was it like that in '91? Same. I, or, oh, worse. It? Oh, absolutely. Really? I mean, you, yeah. you should. Rob Lowe did a great interview on a podcast about his childhood at malibu high you you, you can't yeah. believe you cannot believe what it was like huh i grew up near malibu not in malibu but this guy's acting like it was it's mayberry you know right 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 oh man <laughs> i hate the eagles man who doesn't who doesn't hate the eagles i don't uh, know. <laughs> That's a real low moment for the dude here. Yeah. Because it's yeah. very undude to to ask the the black right. cab driver to turn the eagles turn the... off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, he had nice. a rough night. The guy's obviously in like African African too. It's yeah. Just like, yeah. I love that this guy hate loves the eagles, the driver. Yeah. 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 Yep. He so loves the eagles easier. the way that uh <laughs> the dude loves Credence. Credence. Yep. Get out of my cab. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's legal to pull out pull out your customers out. Probably not. That ain't, that ain't legal <laughs> either. No, neither is owning a marmot. <laughs> no, uh, not within city limits. There was. Oh, look who it is. She goes, bunny in in her car with her with all of her toes. Right. Yep. There was some trivia saying that uh, the uh, there there are like two hundred and seventy two f words in the movie. Uh, yeah, the license plate of Bunny's red convertible spells Lapin, French translation of rabbit or bunny. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, wow, two hundred seventy-two. Yeah. Those are rookie numbers. They, they, yeah, you gotta get, you gotta get <laughs> those, those numbers up. up. Yeah, yeah. Hey, the, the guys studied Wittgenstein, Brad. They're gonna, <laughs> yeah. they're gonna lay symbols uh, everywhere, true. aren't they? It's true. Mm-hmm. 
So now his house has been ransacked. Oh yeah, and he trips over his own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember who beat up the house. Oh, oh, right here we go. Oh, doesn't she? House say, is ransacked. Me. Here she is. Yep. Loved me. Love Jeffrey. Yeah, she. Yeah, she Love asks me. him later. I think what happened to your house. That's my robe. <laughs> That's all you can say. Uh, this is so funny. She she wants to know about him. You know, he says something about being in the music industry, Metallica, Speed of Sound tour, a bunch of assholes. Yeah, yeah. so funny. <laughs> is the Port Huron statement a real thing? Yes, it, it is. is. Yeah. I have looked oh, into this. What is it? It's like one of those 60s manifestos that the college kids wrote. Sure, sure, sure. I, I don't even know what it's about. <laughs> what do you say? The original, not the compromise second draft. Yeah. <laughs> Very important. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Port Huron's my neck of the woods. Oh, is it? it. Mm. Yeah. Me and six other guys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like that she's just, she's so clearly getting what she wants because she does not want to see him socially. He is a, he's a sperm donor. Yep. And, you know. She's a feminist. She doesn't Mm -hmm. need a man. Right. Well, she's a rich she, feminist. <laughs> she needs his. She needs his Johnson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Z- zesty Enterprise. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Full drive around the occasional acid flashback. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, we have nothing in common, Jeff. No, no, this is not going to work out. But didn't you guys always want a sequel called The Little Lebowski about <laughs> their child? I just always oh, wow. think that would happen. Apparently, Metallica were flattered by the reference, and uh, oh, really? they they tried to think of a way to incorporate that scene into their live shows, <laughs> which oh is pretty gosh. cool. He called them a bunch of assholes, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's they they can yeah. they know they are or right. They were. <laughs> I love when she starts rolling around trying to that, get his. That's yeah. real. They. I remember learning about that. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. strict drug regimen, as we all yeah. have. Yeah. <laughs> Keep you limber. Yep. Yeah, and she's rolling around. He has no idea what's going on. Are you doing so it some he, sort of yoga? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> now he's figuring out that he's been taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't know that the big that the dude was the big Lebowski is a fraud. Yeah. The big Lebowski is a giant fraud. And give him uh, a reasonable allowance. But- but Jeffrey, the dude, is authentic. He's himself. Yes, he doesn't that's pretend true. for her. He's just is himself, and yep. she still likes him. Yeah, there is truly something that a young man, or and really a man at any point, can get a person. It doesn't have yeah. to be a man or not. Although there is, you know, it's very about. It's very much about masculinity. You, we could all take something from the dude. Mm-hmm. Right. He, he doesn't have a cleft asshole. He's a real yeah. man. Yeah. Right. He's never met. <laughs> she's never met a actual no. straight. Yeah, you know, it, that rugged guy in her life. That Knox Harrington <laughs> or whatever, that guy. That's not, yeah. He's like, let me explain something to you about the dude. About the dude. <laughs> she wants sad, somebody. It, it, it is, it is. But it, like, f- funnily enough, like if the dude was ever going to reproduce, this, this is, is it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> A real reactionary. Yeah. <laughs> what's funny is what's funny is you get you do get the impression though that he's not unhappy about it, and that he'd probably be a fun dad. 
in a, in a, yeah. in a remote way, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. She's not going to exclude yeah. him yeah. from the child's life. That's not the impression I get. Yeah. 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 As long as you, you're not counting on him to be, you know, putting the roof over your head. Yeah. Sure. I love how she calls him Jeffrey. Yeah. <laughs> it's so <Right>? cute. <laughs> she just will never say the word dude. No. Yeah. And it's, it's like, are, do they have feelings for one another? Kind of. No. It's it. like, you know, it's, it. Yeah. It's Erev Shabbos. That's like oh. super orthodox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're supposed mm-hmm. to wear different, you know, wear uh, payas and <laughs> he's doing it all wrong. Well, yep. Oh, yeah. We got to go to Pasadena. Ah, uh, and he has to threaten to leave the bowling team or else. You know how long it takes to get from Venice to Pasadena? Okay, that's. How, how long does it take? Oh, oh and traffic take you over an hour. Yeah. Or an hour and a half. L.A. traffic. Mm-hmm. That's an hour I, and a half. I don't know how y'all do it. I stay local. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, stick my, around. My, yeah. my minivan limo driver has a, we have a two mile <laughs> radius that we operate. <laughs> right, right. Homeschool. Mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah. Defino. Yeah. This guy's a great actor. I'm a too. brother Seamus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's so oh, he's good. Old. That, yeah, yeah, go ahead. This guy's so good in the man who wasn't there. You guys, I'm sure you guys, Kevin, you've seen the man who wasn't there, right? Uh, I don't know that I have, oh, or if I have, it's been a while. That's no. the Coen yeah. Brothers black and white movie with uh, Billy what? Bob Thornton and and uh, James Gandolfini. I don't think I saw that one either. So good, so good. He plays, uh, well, he plays a guy who is tr- trying to drum up investment for dry cleaning. It's set in like the early 50s. Have I seen it? No. She's not my special lady. She's my lady friend. I'm, I'm just, just helping, helping her conceive, her man. <laughs> right. So <laughs> special lady and lady friend, that distinction. Yeah. It's not real. The same thing. Yeah. 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 The Knutsons. Who the fuck are the uh-huh. Knutsons? Yep. 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 <laughs> okay. I use this joke too much. Yeah. <laughs> you can't keep them down on the farm once you've seen Carl Hungus. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's come up on the pod before. Yeah. Fawn Knutson. Right. Perfect. <laughs> what a name. That's a perfect Minnesota name. Yeah, she is. Oh, and then they yeah. show the picture of the farm, man. Oh. It's like, look what look what L.A. did to her. This You're nice, right. Uh-huh. right? Nice uh-huh. Minnesota girl. Look how she grew yeah. up. Yeah, Moorhead, which which may as well be uh, North Dakota. It's right. It's right by Fargo. It's Fargo yeah. Moorhead. Yeah. Mm. I was I was joke farm. about how how you feel bad for the the Moorhead cheerleaders having to cheer Moorhead. Moorhead. Oh God! Right. Oh. <laughs> The Knutsons. <laughs> so amazing. Let's see. And then stay away from my special. I mean, my lady friend. Yeah. Ah, apparently the uh, blue Volkswagen wagon driven by the uh, the PI is uh, the same car or a similar car to the one uh, driven by the fellow in Blood Simple. Hmm. Okay, and here's Amy Mann on the left. Is that Amy Mann? Yes, it is. I did not know uh, that. Who they cut off her toe? That she's mm-hmm. the nihilist mall, and she did <laughs> you know the soundtrack to Magnolia, which yeah. starring Philip Seymour Hoffman and Julianne Moore. Yeah, I. Oh, what a, what a great album! I didn't, that I didn't is. know that was. I didn't know that was Amy Mann. There is something that cracks me up about a nihil- nihilist ordering pancakes. <laughs> yes, and just this Fonakuken, 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 Lingenberry, Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it's just these, these, yeah, these sort of, you assume somewhat sophisticated German nihilists, but right. criminal evil people right? sitting at a goofy pancake restaurant with pancake shaped menus. It's right. just hilarious. <laughs> On its face, it's hilarious. And yeah. also you, if you have to explain to somebody why that's funny, this is not the movie for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yet there, there's enough humor in the film that I think, you know, it, it it's a cult classic. Yeah. Yeah. The briefcase the was crit- empty. Yeah. The critics were apparently kind of baffled when this came out. Oh, They're I'm like, sure. What? Yeah. <laughs> what is yeah. this? Yeah. It is bad. It is a little bad. Like, yeah, it's weird. I think the first time you see it, it is a little like, it doesn't work like any other movie. Mm. Yeah, very, not- it works like very few other movies, I guess. Yeah, it operates on different rules. It's mm. not really a movie so much as some sort of like experience that you just yeah. have to kind of internalize. Yeah. Right. The dude isn't really active. He's a reactive character. Right. right. It all is sort of happening to him. Yeah. It, yeah. It, which it, it breaks all the save the cat rules and mm-hmm. you stop You're being Polish Jewish. Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. There's Cynthia thing. It's yeah. so sad. They were divorced five years past. ago and he's still Shomer Shabbos. Yeah. What does he think is going to happen? He's going to meet a nice Jewish girl, right? (laughs) I maybe. Yeah, yeah. Walter's like return with a V. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I do want to return. Yeah. From three thousand years of history, from Moses to Sandy Koufax. Right. Great Jews (laughs) and sports. Uh, (laughs) And then he says, "Jesus." (laughs) Yep. Walter's been right about everything. He has he's not much. right about the big Lebowski's spinal cord injury. That's true. Yep. Yep. Was she nude out there? Another naked lady sighting. Yep. <laughs> Who am I? I'm a veteran. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, man. I'm pull a piece on Brant. Yep. 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 Brant's just pick it up. Yep. And it's so funny because Walter keeps saying Jesus, dude. Right. And, and he's supposed to be this convert to Judaism, but. Right, right, right. Yeah. Gold bricker. There he goes. Where's the fucking money, Lebowski? Yep. He gets to turn it around on that. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. As if we just, Walter says, <laughs> as if we never dream of taking your money. <laughs> yeah they got him human paraquat is it, paraquat is the stuff that they used to spray on on pot like to keep the bugs off of it huh. and you could get like paraquat poisoning if you got like a bag bag of weed <laughs> that's they don't even have that in the trivia good one brad yeah the square community yeah. <laughs> are you a part of the square community <laughs> Yeah, here we go. The dude calls the Big Lebowski a human paraquat. Paraquat is a herbicide during the late 70s. A controversial program sponsored by the U.S. government sprayed it on marijuana fields in Mexico, causing the plants to quickly wilt. The main issue was that right after the spring, the farmers would immediately harvest the crop and sell it, producing a so-called killer weed. It never Mm. killed anyone, but it made people sick and was considered a carcinogen. Mm. And apparently... 
in an inter- interview with the Ro- with Rolling Stone, John Goodman uh, stated that the dude referring to the Big Lebowski as a human paraquat was one of the only improvised lines to make it into the final film. <laughs> uh, Virtually every other line, including every man and dude, was scripted. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Well, the Coens are great writers. So oh, yeah, of course. They knew what yeah. they were doing. Yeah. 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 Crazy geniuses. Yeah, yes. they're geniuses. Yeah, they're yeah. American, like Shakespearean level genius. Yeah. Right. They're they're commies, but they're geniuses. Yeah. yeah. You know, sure. Yeah. yeah who cares? Our That's, great artists are great yeah. artists. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Are they really commies? You I know? mean, nothing far left, they make. Far left. Is, no, yeah, sure. they are, but nothing they make is propaganda, you know. Right. No, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and they're good enough that no one cares. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, is this three times with the the man in the black pajamas? Yep. Oh yeah, me and Charlie, uh, Charlie eyeball, Charlie. To eyeball, eyeball yeah. to eyeball. <laughs> He's just living in a perpetual flashback. Yeah. Of all the different uh, personalized bowling shirts Donnie wears throughout the film, none of them bears his name. <laughs> is the dude painting his fingernails here? What is he doing? He is painting his uh, fingernails. I don't know is if it's is that a bowling, bowling related. Thing? It might oh, be. you know what? No, because he's got yes, he's he's got scabs from bowling, or like um, oh. you you rub off your skin. So this is like a little. I used to have to do this. You can get oh. blisters mm, from okay. bowling too much. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So he's he's doing like a skin patching thing. I'd never noticed that before. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Bush league. Oh, bush league. Yeah. Another bush reference. Mm. <laughs> John Turturro is so great. Yeah, no, it says it says uh, James G. Hoosier is this guy to the left. He is Quintana's parole officer. Nice. Oh, I guess that. Nice. Are you serious? Oh no, 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 no. I, no I, I'm sorry. No, I think about it. It's this Quintana's partner. Sorry. Oh, oh, no. oh, 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 my bad. My bad. Let's just pretend he's the person. Yeah. Okay. That. Yeah. We'll just pretend. Yeah. That's Uh-oh. great. Okay. Here we have the the uh, final battle. Yeah. Yeah, I love oh, that they the, bring the a final, stereo. The final death of the dude's car. Mm-hmm. A lot of lot of death. This, in this scene. is hilarious. It, it, am I right in thinking there's more like Nagelbeth music here? Yeah, they're playing their yeah, own. Music. They're playing the music on the, yeah. the boombox. Yeah. That's their like battle music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're no Donnie. These crappy, men are happy. Nothing to be afraid Crawford. of. <laughs> 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 perfect perfect line yeah does he have a sword yes, yes. he has a uh like a, like a is it a japanese sword like a yeah, katana. So. right the ronin the ronin battle right yes yep yeah that's what a ransom is there are rules mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's right his girlfriend mm-hmm. gave up her toe <laughs> now they're just whining yeah, who's perfect. The, yeah, who's the nihilists around here, you bunch of garbage? <laughs> <laughs> you just try to make se- Tom sense into them. Yep. <laughs> so good. I would like. I would like my undies back. These no, men, Donnie, are, these cowards. men are cowards. <laughs> they're they're the real men. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh no. Yeah. The dude here is the pacifist trying to kind of settle things down. But yeah. Walter's, yeah. Re- Walter's ready to line in the sand to fight. Rock, yeah. line you can't. No, you're not going to let these uh, these kraut nihilists no. stick yeah. you up outside yeah. of the bowling alley. No. 
Yeah, he's a Jewish man. He's had That's it with right. the Germans. Okay? That's, That's right. right. Yes. Yep. Well, but of course, he's Polish Catholic. So on that front, too, he would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Should have a similar way. The Polish Catholics toward... got. Yeah, they got yeah. those, too. Yeah. It didn't work out well for the, the Polish folks. He's got multiple beefs. It looks like it's not a katana. It actually looks like it's like some sort of a saber. Uh, yeah. well, speaking of the the ear, the ripped off ear. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Going back to Lynch. Oh, spits it up in the air. Oh, oh, yeah. That's that's oh. awful. <laughs> it's very anti-Semite. That never once came up. No, it never was. No, it's never part of it. But uh, yeah. uh, but uh, they were attacking a Jew. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, in theory, that's right. <laughs> they were anti that one Semite at least. Now Walter is in a full flashback. Man down. He's oh, back yeah. in Quezon. Now, yep. yeah. Call the medics. They weren't. No shots. Yeah. Call, ben in the chat has said, is this guy, is this guy walks the origin of this guy fucks, etc." <laughs> <laughs> Could be. <laughs> we got help choppering in. Yeah, right, right. He's back, uh, back in Vienna. Darkness wa washed over the dude right. again. This is different, but. Oh, ah, and then here they go. It is our most modestly priced receptacle. <laughs> Just because we're bereaved doesn't make us saps. <laughs> yeah. As for man, his days are as grass, oh. as a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. Yeah, interesting. They're in a, yeah, once again, they're in another uh, scene where they don't belong. Right, yeah, totally different class of the world. And he tries to explain his name and why he needed to call him the dude, then he just gives up. He just yeah. He's kind of over mm -hmm. it now, mm -hmm. being the dude. Yeah. We have the urn. I assume this is a credit card. <laughs> this is such a, <laughs> an experience in, in American life, though, is mm -hmm. that people are Reaching trying to chisel you. People are yeah. trying to chisel you everywhere. Right, right. Walter's got a problem with the bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, there's no insurance money. There's no, no family for Dottie. No. Dottie well, is, yeah. Fortunately, no matter where you are in LA, there is a Ralph's within a quarter mile. Right. No matter, no matter where you are. <laughs> this guy's tie is way yeah. too tight. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here, he, Walter's dog in, tags are pr so prominent here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, this, even yeah. this guy, though, this funeral director guy, even this is like perfect casting, perfectly acted. Just the very like, like, uh, Blood, bloodless, uh, tight bloodlessness of yeah. it is perfect. <clears throat> Tenting the fingers together and all that. It's yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> is there a Ralph's around here? <laughs> <laughs> There are more the Ralphs dude was, in and outs. Yeah. The dude was based on independent film promoter Jeff the Dude Dowd, who helped the Coen brothers secure distribution for their first feature, Blood Simple. Like his fictional oh. counterpart, Dowd was a member of the Seattle Seven and <laughs> takes a casual approach to grooming and dress. The Port Huron statement of which the dude refers to himself as being one of the original authors is a real document and statement uh, written by the Students for a Democratic Society. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I love this litany of um, all the surf spots 
Yeah. This is really this is really a kind of a sweet moment from Walter, though. Yeah. You know, like it, he kind of goes off the rails, but it's kind of lovely. Well, it's a little bit of like a Catholic homily or, you know, at mass, mm-hmm. you will hear a litany of saints. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. here he just. Here's his Catholic roots coming in. Yes, indeed, isn't it? Yeah. That yeah. trivia bit with Jeff Dowd was not part of the Port Huron writers, which was a Michigan right. thing. Uh, yeah. He yeah. was 12 when, when it happened. But ah, yeah. anyway. Ben says mortuary is actually a grift in real life. <laughs> I have no doubt. Yeah. 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 Please consider joining our telegram t.me slash art of dark pod. We've got about 50 people in there now. Yeah, it's a good lively there. chat. We talk about art. We talk about culture. We talk about the show. We figure out ways to to grift, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to grift the pod, to share yeah. the pod with more people. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. seat is really moving. And, uh, when the ashes get get blown back, it's a laugh, but I really think there's a metaphor in it. I think it I think mm. it means something. Mm. When the wind blows it back east, back yep. back to the land. Yeah, yeah, there's no. Oh, this scene I just remembered is the how you find out how they know each other. They're surf buddies. Ah, uh, wait, the dude and Walter. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. You kind of get that feeling that yeah. that's how they originally met. Yeah, mm. this is a funny bit of trivia. Uh after Steve Buscemi's character has died and is being remembered, all that remains of him are his ashes, which blow all over the dude when Walter scatters them at the ocean. This is part of a three-movie running gag where the visible remains of Buscemi's characters get smaller and smaller. In oh. Miller's Crossing, nine, 1990, Buscemi is last seen as a whole dead body on the ground. And in Fargo, 1996, all that remains of him is a severed leg being fed into a wood chipper yeah. by his killer played by Peter Stormare, who also portrays one of yeah. the nihilists here. So they're slow. <laughs> Finally, they've reduced Buscemi to Ash, and it's yeah. a gag. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. I'd never thought of that. Such a great buddy picture. It really it is. It really is, yeah. 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 The dude has finally lost his cool with Walter, but poor Walter's <laughs> lost his buddy. They lost yeah. their bowling buddy. Yeah, and you know he does. Walter does have that moment there. It's it is kind of sweet. You talk about like masculinity, and we have all these conversations about men and their feelings. Blah 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 blah. Walter does hit that point where he's after all this, always thinking he's right kind of thing throughout the movie. He's like, dude, I'm sorry. You know, it's oh, like a real vulnerable moment. For real him. men also cry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> True. It's just not about everything. You know. It's, mm. How yeah. Walter is so verbally abusive to Donnie. <laughs> Yeah, but when he's dead, he's just suddenly he's so kind. Reverts yeah, to like I, Polish Catholic <laughs> mode. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Two oat sodas, Gary. Oat sodas. I love that. Now he's sort of out of dude. He's like into kind of Western mode. Yeah, yeah. Right? He's got the black armband, which cracks me up. He's in a good mood. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> the dude's gr- strikes and gutters ups and downs it's beautiful aesthetics of the bowling alley and mm. just the peaceful seeing a space in a fresh way it's mm-hmm. really one of the things cinema does that few other art forms really can do mm-hmm. quite in quite the same way yeah, movies mm-hmm. don't have these sort of quiet contemplative moments anymore no they don't let you just your eyes mm. just kind of rest, linger. 
with these characters that you kind of fall in love with. Yeah. Yeah, the dude's in a better place now when he meets the <laughs> he cowboy. Is. Yeah, he's yeah. sort of gone through his troubles. It is good <laughs> knowing he's out there. Taking her, taking yeah. her easy for all the sinners. Yeah, for yeah. all the sinners. Yeah. Right. I like that. <laughs> he's he, that's like a Jesus thing. Like, is yeah. he Jesus? Right. In the end? Yeah, the trivia here is saying the dude has a habit of repeating phrases he hears from others. Yeah. Uh the dude's line, the dude abides, is a reference to Ecclesiastes one four. One generation passes mm-hmm. away and another generation comes, but the earth abides forever. It is a reference to how Amazing. the dude, much like the earth, can weather change and chaos around him, but still remain the same. You know, so if you <laughs> out there ever want to be a screenwriter or a novelist, it is good to know the Bible, yeah. the uh, philosophy, yeah. the classics. Yeah. Have it internalized because mm-hmm. it can come out as this. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You can Across. even mm, go ahead. I was you could even have the Bible open while you're writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were gonna say, Peachy. Oh, I was just gonna say, uh, Sam, uh, what's his name here? Elliot, married to Catherine Ross, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know who she is. The the beautiful girl in uh the graduate. Oh, mm. okay, mm. okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah that's a pretty yep. good, pretty good score. Yeah, he did all right. <laughs> he, did, he did all right yeah yeah <laughs> uh, what a great turn for him too wow. probably what t- one day of shooting for him for the oh, cowboy okay. yeah pretty darn easy yeah yeah, yeah. and some and some time in the voiceover booth right and right. but an iconic oh yeah turn. it's hard to i mean it's a small part but but it's it really ties the room together well in this this is a continuous shot too so he had he had to deliver that speech and this had to be a strike Yep. I've yeah. always loved that. And you That's know it is. Point. Yep. They don't even let you see it, but you know it's a strike right at yeah. the end. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. Hey, and we did it. We did another yeah. uh watch party. So hopefully yeah, uh hopefully people enjoy these. Peachy, that was great. Yeah, that was so uh, much fun. What a movie. Uh, what a film. Okay. Yeah, I feel cozy. I feel cozy. <laughs> I felt cozy when it started. I feel cozy now. Yeah, we're ready for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. We're ready. Yeah, it's a it's a very affirming film. It's a comedy. It's not a a black comedy, like a dark no. comedy, uh, although it gets dark. It's yeah. a sweet movie. It's very sweet. It's got mm-hmm. heart. It does. It does. Yeah. And in a lot of the laughs, I don't know, maybe the first time it's laugh out loud. To me, it's not a it's not a I mean, there are moments you laugh out loud, but a lot of it is like Norm Macdonald talks about like um, the difference between comedy that makes you laugh and comedy that makes you smile. And for me, the Big Lebowski is a little bit more in that smile camp. It's something about it just like, yeah. Yeah, it makes you smile, but then you take it with you and you crack your friends up in real life. It's a movie that you you want to inhabit. Yeah, It it has this uncanny power. It really does. Mm. Uh, Well, mm, go on, Peter. It is a little bit mysterious. Like, Mm -hmm. why am I drawn to it? Why are people who love this movie drawn to it? it? It is... It, I still it's ineffable. I don't know really know why that is. It is difficult to explain why it's so. I mean, if you imagine somebody who'd never heard of it and you're trying to explain it to them in a way that makes it compelling, I think it, you'd have. I think you got your work cut out for you, honestly. One to thing that I somebody that it's good. Yeah, one thing mm-hmm. I I took. I'm going to take away from this screening of it that we did in our conversation uh, is that I I think that the attention to detail 
and the mm-hmm. scenic design and the commitment of these great actors to such a unique script and, mm-hmm. a, and a funky idea it, it kind of creates that quality where the love and the care that went into making this film uh, sh- comes comes over. Yeah. Uh, it, it really does. I mean, it's just yeah. everybody involved clearly was pursuing excellence on oh, something yeah. that is like comic, mm-hmm. right? Like they brought a level of intensity that might only be reserved for like dramatic and serious films to something right. that's fundamentally humorous. Yeah. And you don't, yeah. you don't see that. What, uh, what, won the, what won the Oscar for best picture that year? Because this movie's yeah. better than it. Ah, it definitely wasn't Lebowski. No. Uh, what, what year was, let's make this the final 98? thing you do. Yeah. 98. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably like, uh, the, what, the Shakespeare see. movie, Shakespeare in Love. I uh, Brad, it was Titanic. <laughs> yeah, so this movie is yeah. better than that. Yeah, yeah. this movie, yeah, this is a hundred percent better than Titanic. No question. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's come back on the After Dark and talk for another 20, 30 minutes. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell yep. my story about Captain White Claw. We're gonna go nice. into a little more of Lebowski trivia. We're gonna talk with Peachy about her feelings about the uh, the the film. Brad and I will rap a little bit about it. I'm very curious about Ethan Cohen being a a Wittgenstein a, that is a stand. A, a Wittgenstein, so that's yeah. very interesting. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, Peachy, do you want to give your give your plugs one last time before we get off the main episode here? Oh, sure. So um, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Keenan Peachy. Uh, you can go to my website, peachykeenanwrites.com, which the wonderful Kevin uh, just yeah. helped me create and launch mm-hmm. very yes. recently. We worked on that together. We nice. did, and I love how it turned out. And I have a book coming out. You can pre-order now on Amazon called Domestic Extremist, A Practical Guide to Winning the Culture War. So thank you guys for having me. This was so fun. Of course, this was fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. brilliant. All right, well, so we'll we'll come back uh, in a little bit for the After Dark for Patreon, patreon.com slash artofdarkpod. We've got some really cool stuff coming up. I'm prepping Timmy Leary right now. So mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna be uh we're gonna be tripping through the through the clouds and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I hopefully everybody abides and yes, uh, please, please abide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Peachy, thank you again. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you both so much. Yeah. Your 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 presence on the pod really tied the pod. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly did. <laughs> awesome.